Let me count you down in five, four, three. Welcome to Kilgallen's Pub, everybody. This is the podcast where I, myself, comedian Joe Kilgallen, like to sit back, have some drinks with people, and recreate that bar conversation. If you're watching live on Facebook, welcome. Everyone else listening on all your little apps, I appreciate that. You can write us a review on iTunes. It does go a long way. Five stars, of course. Anything less than that, don't be a dick. Uh, we're also uh, on Twitter, at Kilgallen's Pub. On Instagram, at Kilgallen's Pub. I'm at Joe Kilgallen on everything. Joe Kilgallen on everything. I mumbled my own fucking name. We've got a lot to talk about, and I'm excited, despite the fact that this is going to be probably a sober podcast, unless we decide to drink like this sliver of Jack Daniels and this sliver of um, the Kraken, black spiced rum. Looks good. I've got two fucking hilarious dudes. One guy I've been trying to get in for a while now, just timing hasn't worked out. we got comedian Nate Burroughs, comedian Ed Towns, both Chicago studs, and uh, welcome, boys. Hey, hey. Yeah, what's going on? Yeah, man. studs. I, uh, Nate's first time, <laughs> yeah. Ed returning guest. Two times. Two times. And yeah, you're in that club. It's only a yeah. club about like five or six other people. Exclusive. Exclusive. <laughs> mm-hmm. I've got you on my album recording this weekend. Yes. Saturday night. Super pumped. Still some tickets available, everybody, but they are going fast. So uh, just go to communitysyoushouknow.com. You can find the tickets there if you're in the Chicago area. It shows 7 and 9.30 p.m. All right. We do have a lot of really fun shit to talk about. I got annoyed, though. Not annoyed, but... The person, James, my good producer, James. Yeah, buddy. We're here at the POC Comedy Network. Yes, sir. Uh, POC Podcast. Yeah, People of Comedy, the new name. I love it. <laughs> Your neighbor. What's so funny about that, Nate? I don't know. You know. <laughs> Got something to say, Nate? It's just different acronyms, you know. <laughs> that was fun. People like acronyms. Yeah, go get, into <laughs> it. get a little cracking going. Well, I forgot <laughs> to buy alcohol like a dipshit, <laughs> so I don't know how. I was just in a hurry running around. You ever have one of those days where people just keep bothering you? Yeah, man. Like, like in a row, too, and you're just like, you ever, I was like screaming at my phone, leave me alone. Like, hey, can you do Kill Gallon's Pump? Like, fuck, I want to take a nap. Right? I get that, man. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> Your neighbor, dude, has still all decked out in Christmas stuff, man. It's The one across the street? Yeah, come on. How long, what's, dude, have, have you seen how much shit they got up there? It's a lot. I, I would leave that up until April, because I'm not freezing my ass off for fucking two hours. That's taking, a good point. Are we talking about this neighborhood? Right, right across yeah. the street. Is there, I, I, is there a bakery around here? Because you guys ever, you guys smell like some kind of pastry at uh, Clybourne and Damon right there. Well, I'm sure there's a bakery somewhere. Yeah. No, but I'm just like it's a very strong oh, smell. I you mean, there's like, a Costco. Want... They make fresh bread every day. Maybe that's it's true. The fresh Probably bread, it. the Costco fresh bread. Yeah. Shout out to Costco for their fresh Costco. product and their endless supply of free samples. You could take a lap in Costco and have yourself a nice meal, man. Sundays should be like that. I like a good Costco. You got mm-hmm. a dollar fifty foot long hot dog uh, I love too. A good sample meal. So you could go if the, when they have the food that's kind of on the outside. You don't need to prove you're a member. You just go in there and get it. When I lived in LA, the best pizza in LA was Costco pizza. Oh, that's sad. Really? It is sad. That's sad. <laughs> it's sad. It's sad as fuck, dog. It's not, Costco pizza is not bad, by the way. But, but it's not. Come on. That's, that's your best. best. That's your best. I hear you. That's, that's real sad. No, LA's got shit pizza. Great Mexican food. Great like sushi oh, and stuff Mexican's like that. Fucking out of this world. I it, even so taco good. truck beats anything here. Yeah, yeah. Chicago's got good stuff, but compared to, I mean, Mexico's just right there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You'd be like, if, if it wasn't good, you'd be like, hey, come on over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that works every time. Did come you on, ever? Come on. Did you ever feel bad for the sample people at Costco, like the person who has like the the flaxseed toast bites, and no one's going to their section, but then the orange chicken guy is just got a line crushing yeah. it, like, crushing it, like past. <laughs> you it's think going all the, the way to the close <laughs> section? <laughs> I think they're in the break room going, oh, man, yeah, like, yeah. I got tofu again. What the <laughs> fuck? Like, no one's going to fucking come to my thing. Yeah. Or maybe they give it to the people who want to be like, left the oh, fuck I got, alone. Oh, I got algae crisps. Why don't I, why <laughs> I, get, I couldn't take the sesame chicken? Like, they have to rotate it. 
But That's what would true. you want though? Would you want to be I would a long want line? Algae, I would want the shit. I would want to be left I alone. Be I could the, I'm almost sure you were on something. The people that needs to be left alone. And the, yeah. Like, oh, oh, Weird Al he has that eye twitch and shit when he talks to Morris. <laughs> we give him the tofu. Let's not have him interact <laughs> with people. Yeah. They, give, they give the psycho. Yeah. The smelly guy at work gets the zucchini bites. They give Todd. Dude, why don't I get algae crisps again? <laughs> they give like Todd Mads. Because you punched <laughs> a hole. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dude, I fucking get the shittiest product. <laughs> Give me the sesame chicken. I wish the like listeners knew who Todd Massey was because that's a great impression. Todd Massey's yeah. a comic who dresses like Todd a cowboy. Todd was part of a brawl I <laughs> yeah. think he does, yeah. yeah. He was part of a brawl that I talked about four or five podcasts ago that uh, for legal reasons he couldn't come on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. I was going to have him on and talk about it, but he was like, no, nah, I don't dude, think he was involved in a brawl. He tried to get involved no, in a brawl. he slipped and fell watching it. Yeah. Yes, I know. <laughs> <laughs> that was the, the equivalent, that's the equivalent to him saying, oh, I hurt myself in a brawl. To people about his MCL. Yeah. It's the equivalent yeah. of someone saying, You ever see that Curb Your Enthusiasm episode where the guy's like, Oh, that's a picture of my cousin. He died in 9 yeah. 11. And Larry's like, Oh, was he in one of the towers? He's like, No, he was up street. Got hit by a bike messenger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's the same equivalent of that. Of him being like, Oh, yeah, he you know, tore the MCL in an old bar fight. What happened? Slipped on some vodka on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> Tried to grab my friend for support. He ended up punching me because he thought I was an enemy. Nah, yeah, no, no, he did frame happened. that as a bar fight. That well, he so did. Oh my God! Yeah, he made it seem like I remember the next day he tagged the, me in the post. He was like, "I'm never going to the Laugh Factory holiday party again," which first of all implicates something happened at the party. Which yeah, it yeah, didn't. Yeah. But it, it, and then it, it, he says, "Thanks to me." It helped though. Which also I didn't start the fucking fight. I was, ended the fight. He was burning difference. a bunch of bridges in, uh, in that night. <laughs> he was, oh man. Well, I did technically start the physical confrontation, but the guy was getting fresh with my buddy's girl, so that, that made it. Was really this at easy. Laugh Factory? No, this was at. Um, you were at Big, Big City? City. Yeah, it happened at Big City. Dude, I, I was, man, I was there. I don't remember half Dude, there was the like people. half the people on the one side were so fucked up, like you, Joe Fernandez, Jonah Jerkins. You guys were so fucked up, you didn't realize there was a brawl no, happening I on missed the, the whole other thing. side of the... I came out, I just seen someone's bloody nose. I'm like, oh, fuck, did he fall down? <laughs> no, he got fucking stuck. That's I what happened. I can't believe you guys actually still go to Big City town. I didn't know it's the first you know, time I've been it's there still in, like, since I moved back. worse, man. And I, you know, in my defense, I said, let's go to the drop. And everyone said no. I, I wanted to go there. Yeah. Yes. Well, I don't know why people. Big City's closer, but so what? At that point, and nobody walked from Laugh Factory to Big City. Yeah. I know the fucking. So it's not. The, they might as well go to a better bar. The drop makes sure to wipe their floors. I know that. <laughs> I know they take. I know they take care. Of, they take care of. They they watch. They watch out for lawsuits. Well, like, I think because I threw the guy into the table. That the table fell down and all the drinks on it. I threw a guy into the table. I got low. I got real yeah. Khalil Mack with my <laughs> Underneath the pads. I got, got underneath the pads. <laughs> I want to see I one of these fought, Joe Kilgallen I haven't fought anyone in, moments. In, I haven't fought anybody since I lost my wedding ring five months into my marriage. <laughs> outside of Yahtzee's, which is now closed. Which I told people it would close one day for wronging me. Because <laughs> they banned me for life from, for, for fighting, fighting in front of the bar. If I fought inside the bar, sure, you got a case. But I got to fight in front of the bar. And to me, I remember, you know, I used to talk about on stage. I said to people, or I said to the guy, because the guy told me the next day I lost my wedding ring in the snow. The next day I'm like, like a gold miner, like looking yeah. for it, like sifting through it. You, you know, have CJ snow. Sullivan with you too. Yeah, you like well, your other he left, friends. He left five minutes before. It was me, two of my buddies I grew up with, went to high school with, and then CJ Sullivan. CJ Sullivan left like four minutes before going, oh, they're not going to fucking do anything. And they wouldn't have, but I waited for them. So I did. <laughs> I did. I, I would have gotten five for instigating there for, you know, Pat hockey rules. Pat again had the best because you did that. I remember the, right when that happened, you did that story hosting at CYSK and he went on after you. And he goes, yeah. He goes, my my weekend was great. He goes, I got in a fight with a guy and I lost, but I got his ring. Yeah. <laughs> and he goes, he won the fight. And then he points the ring. He goes, but I got the belt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was such a good line. That was a great line. He's hilarious. 
I, uh, can I drink this rum right now? Or are we going to do it all? Do we have to do it together? We'll do the shot together, yeah. Okay, thanks. This, yeah, this, will, this will take us there, let's right? Do it together. Yeah, for sure. It's good for morale. <laughs> I don't bad? mind rum, but you just never do it as a shot. No, you don't. It's um, weird as a shot. It's sweet, though. It's fine. Yeah. It's like, I don't it's know. It's almost too sweet. That aftertaste, I think, might have a cavity. I might hit the back of a tooth there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I told the guy... Because when I was looking through the snow, that's why I made CJ a helmet because he left five minutes before and it was a six on three brawl. It could have been six on four. Not that it really would have mattered in the long scheme, of, in the grand scheme of things. Some guy who worked at Yahtzee's came out and was like, hey, were you the guy that got in the fight here last night? I go, yeah, yeah, you know. And he goes, all right, well, dude, just so you know, you're, you're never you're banned. You're never allowed in this bar again. <laughs> and I literally said to him, like, you think I fucking give a shit about this fucking asshole bar? Like, of course But you kind of did a little bit. I was only mad was, because I don't like the idea of someone banning me <laughs> from anything. This is America. If I want to beat the shit out of someone for your establishment, I will. Like, like, you think I give a shit about Yaxies? Yeah, I was like, pronouncing it wrong. Yaxies. Yeah, and then it was funny to me. I wish you I, knocked over that popcorn machine they have in the corner. The popcorn machine kind of started the fight in the first place. Because I said to this one girl who was flirting with my buddy earlier, I go, hey, where are you going, popcorn hog? Because she was, she, they were flirting earlier, and so I kind of talked to her when it was like a little group setting, and I was already drunk, and I turned around and I see her like taking all the popcorn because it was like about closing time. I think they were oh, so was just taking it to go. Yeah, I don't know what she was doing, but she was taking it. It was like she was packing this popcorn. I was like, whoa, where are you going, popcorn hog? And then she kind of turned around and smiled because we talked earlier. I wasn't, you know, she thought it was funny. Yeah. Yeah. Some guy who was part of her little group of dudes. Oh, save a hoe. Got the cape on. May I get my dick sucked for defending her honor. Real, real white knight. <laughs> it's me, Captain save <laughs> James, you're a graphic uh, designer. Could oh, yeah. you make a save a hoe logo for oh, us? Yeah, <laughs> like a Superman ass with like, I don't know, yeah. breasts around it or something. I'm not really sure. <laughs> What the logo could be, but uh, so when I I said that she turned on smiled and then he's kind of giving me a, like a hard look and I was just yeah. like yeah and he's like getting a little loud over there guy I don't like uh, being called guy uh, so here was my no, response it's a guy, yeah. guy that's your tech is that the white nigga yeah right that is <laughs> guy yeah. who the fuck is this motherfucker Ed you really can't say that that's, <laughs> yeah that's our thing Ed, if you don't mind sorry I'll We're say cultural what, 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 what do you what do you say to you my guy. <laughs> <laughs> No problem, my guy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, guy. All right, I like that. We should. That doesn't work as much, though. We, I remember when Michael Robinson was on the podcast. Yes. He was saying it every other word and just made every sentence so much funnier. Yeah. It's like, dude. Guy, I'm like, guy, God, I wish we had something like guys, that. We don't. Yeah, that's the that's the problem with comedy. Not enough. Songs. As a black man, Michael Robinson not showing up. Oh, well, that too. <laughs> no, but. we'll talk. We don't. I don't. I don't. But guys, go back and listen to the Michael Robinson podcast. We can talk yeah. about him then. But so I I responded to that. He said. You're getting a little loud over there, guy. Mm -hmm. And my response is, I'll fucking kill you. <laughs> I literally said that and screamed it. <laughs> and CJ, that, that was the funniest shit he ever saw. CJ Sullivan was dude, there for dude. that part. He was like right next to me when I said have that. You, have, like, you played, have you played Red Dead Redemption yet? No. So in Red Dead Redemption, it, when you have an interaction, it's either greet or antagonize. He plays it, but there's no greet button. It's no, just antagonized. I, I go. <laughs> I, I always tell people I go zero to sixteen. People are like, "Whoa, where did that come yeah, from?" Man? Way, I don't build. Oh, the way you said it, you said that this is gonna like naturally progress. Cause you're like, I don't even really like being called guy. And <laughs> right after you're guy, I you're was a little <laughs> guy rubs me the wrong way, but I will fucking kill you over a guy. I thought there was gonna be like at past guy, then he was gonna call you an asshole. Yeah, I thought then, I was gonna build no. up, and then maybe there'd be another. <laughs> That's thing. what most people think. <laughs> <laughs> That's not how I played it. You're gonna I said I'll that. I'll fucking kill you. And then he said, what? And I stepped towards him. And then a couple people got in our way. And then 
you know, they were, but no one really knew what was happening at the moment. I don't staff. think you knew what was happening. No, I did. I, felt, <laughs> I was moving to L.A. two weeks later. Know. So I think I was trying to get all my Chicago stuff out of the way. Yeah. I was looking at Chicago. Chill out for L.A., man. Yeah, get all that fucking smoothies every day. Were you pretty drunk? Like, were you pretty? I was drunk, but not so much I like you remember stand. it all, yeah. I remember like ninety five percent of it. Okay. Because what happened then? We went outside and they were we went out before them, mm-hmm. and then CJ's like, "I'm gonna fucking leave" because he lived like right across the street. Mm-hmm. And I I was waiting. My buddies were like, "Let's get an Uber." I'm like, "I kind of want to see if this guy's gonna do anything." And they're like, <laughs> they're "Like, dude, you're thirty. You're twenty. I was twenty nine. Like, you're twenty nine. You're almost thirty years old, man. What are you doing?" I'm like, "All right, all right." And then as I reluctantly said, "Fine, let's get an Uber." This was during the, pol- the last polar vortex, too. Know, it was, was like minus a- 12 at the time. Jesus it was so Christ. cold outside. Don't get into a fight when it's that cold, people. Don't get into a fight anyway. <laughs> and then uh, they come out, and I said to the guy, I go, oh, come to talk more shit? And I'll give him credit. I think he took a chapter from the way I think. Yeah. He didn't say anything. He just gave me a full push. And like it was a, he kind of ru- uh, he took a couple hard that's steps. That's when your boner like started kicking in. <laughs> oh, man, but that bus yeah. bench is right there. There's a bus bench. So I flipped over it. Oh. <laughs> and went into like three feet of snow on the ground. And I think my ring might have come off then because ah, I wasn't wearing gloves. shit. Because I wasn't prepared for this, the weather. And, you know, your fingers shrink when it's cold. So the ring came out then. I didn't realize until after the fight that my, the keys were, my keys were gone too bad. I ended up finding my keys. But then during the fight, you know. God, I wish we could have Bill Nye break down the fight. This is how loyal my, my buddies that I went to high school with, though. As soon as I got pushed, I go over the bus bench. Right when I look up, my other buddy popped the dude. Oh. And then uh, then two of his friends grabbed on him. And then my other friend stepped. And then it was the six-on-three thing. Mm-hmm. And I just went after that guy who started. I'm like, I got I to gotta kill him. And not literally, of course, guys. But I did DDT him on cement. <laughs> which when you hit a DDT. Did you slap his back, too, right before I think you dropped I him? I might have did. What do you do after the DDT? Well, I was holding him down, and then his friends kind of got on the kick a little bit, and then he tried to get up. But I knew if I just – I looked at this way. The reason I had him in a headlock and his friends were hitting me, I'm like, the only thing I could do to stop this is to really fuck this guy up. Yeah. Because that will wake everyone up out of a fight. Break his neck and they'll all Because it was the longest brawl. Fights are usually like 45 seconds. People don't realize how – that's why it cracks me up when – It's in negative weather. You don't really have – yeah. This is how fights are normally you're 45 all, you're seconds. On, you're in all these layers, too. You yeah. probably don't get much momentum. I The first punch I threw was like I, I grazed his lip with my pinky knuckle. Like I barely mm. – I, I even I think I referenced that I felt like Luigi in the Ice Worlds and Mario Brothers. You know how it was like wheel spin <laughs> you play Luigi? Yeah, it was crazy, and I knew I had to like do something big because I'm like this fight – it was weird. It was the first time I was ever in a fight where I'm like, how has nobody broken this up yet? Because I, I, was, I was hitting him well, but I was taking shots from other people. It was coming from different angles. I was trying to defend, but also throw hard. You were waiting for the one guy to be like, all right, all right, everyone knock it off. Yeah, it was freezing out, and it was a long day. Well, that's probably why no one morning, broke it up. No one wanted to swallow their pride. Well, that, not that many people are out at 4.15, but there was enough of a crowd that when I hit the DDT, everyone at first was like, oh. Holy shit. But then Holy they, shit. <laughs> yes. But it was funny because how quickly they were like, whoa, dude, are you fucking crazy? You could have killed him. <laughs> yeah. It's like a foot of ice underneath there. It was. So then he was bleeding. Uh, but I had some good scrapes on the side of my head, which I think I got from a kick. I think I got kicked in the head by one of his Wait buddies. So what are you, ninjas? No, Who when you're on the ground. And okay, I got you. Yeah, that wasn't when I was upright. So, so when, when it broke up, like after the DDT, he was on the ground. Then you get up and everyone kind of he went for well, the pen. Once they saw the blood, people were like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> and, so, and so and so you guys just talked some shit as you walked away. And then one of their guys yelled out, uh, "Cops are coming!" Or one of their maybe one of the girls said, mm-hmm. "We called the cops." Yeah, mm-hmm. it was funny because my one buddy's dad's like a captain, and then you know. I Every, was like, yeah, yeah, you know, you guys know, you know, from that yeah. softball game. I grew up in the northwest side of Chicago, a lot of cops. And so I remember at the time going, good, I hope the cops come. I'll get a ride home. This is great. <laughs> Save us one in the Uber. 
And um, yeah, the, the story ends with some white privilege for you. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this this so I was like stick around, I'm like nigga. No, I gotta go. Yeah. You'll be fine. <laughs> That's why you stay away from fights. Yeah. That's how Joe carpools. <laughs> yeah, sometimes I'm like, you know what? If I don't have money for an Uber, I'm, I'll just start fighting a homeless guy and hope the cop will me. <laughs> no, I wouldn't do that shit. That's terrible. A homeless guy? Jesus, way to punch down. I know, I Both know. Both literally and figuratively. I thought fights? it'd be funny to be like, I'm fighting a hobo, but then I realized as I said it, that's not nice. But how many <laughs> fights have you been in? In my life? Oh, I couldn't count. Like a lot. Like a lot. See, that's you the know, thing. The thing I only, is, though, I only a lot of it's one. just scrapes and, again, I've told people. Scuffles and shit. Scuffles. They're, I've never, like, mm. yeah. I've never, I rarely, there's a couple instant, instant, instances, I should say, I can't speak, in which I'm like, you know what, I did kind of start that. But a, 90, a couple? Only a couple. I'm not kidding, only a couple. But 90% of them. I, I tell people the story and they go, no, you were in the right. That was the good movie. Really? <laughs> you really? Guys, you guys weren't around. Who's and I don't know if James was around. I, I need a polygraph right now. The, telling you. The like, voices in your head. strangers too? No. <laughs> I love you guys. You probably get super aggressive and they're like, yeah, yeah, that wasn't your fault. Please just don't whoop my ass, right? This is, why I'm glad I'm, this is why I'm glad I'm telling fight stories with like two guys on the podcast because I feel like if I had two female guys, they'd both be like, and then how? What? Why though? Why? Yeah. I, you know, and, and what did that person do? And what did they think of this? And, why did you? Um, how's the relationship with and your that's father? That's not like a knock on wood. Like, like, yeah, no, like, like what? Fucking Jesus Christ! So no, here I'll tell. I'll give you an example. Before you guys started doing stand up in Chicago, my first couple of years, I had a thing. My a couple of my friends, Brendan McGowan and Dean Carlson, were doing these things called True Hollywood Stories, but they were completely made up. And those each real Hollywood stories were really big at the time. So they, they were funny stories that they like wrote out, I think, for like this show they did. It was like a theme show thing or whatever. And then they kept them in their act because they were really hilarious. Mm-hmm. There was always about like, you know, some me and Conrad Bain from different strokes were, you know, yeah, yeah. You know like weird shit. Like there was yeah, list celebrities. Yeah, yeah. They're so funny. So I didn't have one of those. And they went back to back and showed them like I have a true fighting story because someone was telling me, dude, I told us this one story to some comic. Like you got to take that to the stage. Uh-huh. And I had like three or four. They were like five minute jokes uh-huh. too. I think that's why I got so much material early on because they were just long ass stories yeah. <laughs> in which I got into fights with people. And the first one was about how a true story. I got into a fight with someone at a Kmart. The Kmart's not there anymore. It used to be off of Elston near Lawrence or off the Edens, the, the 94 highway. I right think there. I remember that one. Yeah. Like in between Foster and uh, Lawrence mm-hmm. there. And uh, this dude was, my mom was like pushing, pulling the car and she probably, the guy was taking forever to register. She, I don't know if she was reading something. She took a step and accidentally stepped on the guy's foot. Like, you know, you know, pull the car through the thing. And uh, the guy kind of turned around and mumbled something. And then he brought his hand back. I swear he brought his hand back a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like he did. And he had like strong Eastern European accent. And I said in the joke, I said just to punch it up, I'm like, I don't even think, I couldn't even pinpoint the accent. I think it was like Prussian. I go, that's how much this guy sucks. His country doesn't even exist anymore. <laughs> and then, but I really, I saw him kind of like mumble something and said like, because people don't realize that some, in a lot of those Eastern European countries, they fucking hate women. You're being so, a little louder, guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know that's a racist fucking, just fucking. If I bring the joke back, I'm using that tag. That's a good, that's a good callback. Maybe I'll do a whole album of me just telling fight stories. But I just, I run up to the front. I think I ddt that guy, too. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Dude, if someone gets you in a headlock, if you get them in a headlock and they're throwing those punches, I don't know how you don't DDT them. It's too easy. You have their head there and they're fucked because they're exposed to it. Yeah, they could put their hands on it and try to break the fall a little bit. But no, you got them. But I did. I ended up, I beat the shit out of that guy pretty good. And what happened was the cops did come for that. And security separated. But when the cops did come, he ran out of the place. Because I remember pop, but oh, this was the best part of the story. And I told this in the joke too. I was—I haven't told the story in a long time, so it's sloppy right now, everyone. I'm on top. I got on top of him and started hitting him a couple times. And 
I look out the corner of my eye and like this huge woman who's his like wife or girlfriend, I don't even know what, uh, like mm-hmm. was like had the arm going. This she was oh. big. She was a big fat flabby arm coming my mm-hmm. way. And she's about to hit me. And right when it like gets this close, I'm starting to brace for it. All of a sudden, my mom fucking shoved her. Like, oh, yeah. that was crazy. Like, because I've never seen my mom. My mom's not Locked like that. You know that what I mean? Haymaker. She did just. <laughs> oh, the woman wasn't Prussian. The woman was um, American. Okay, I was black. Well, we're it was black. Actually. It, it, I didn't want to say that. She was black. Yeah, she was a black. Bitch. And she's yeah, defending this Prussian motherfucker. You know how he said I'm there. My God, <laughs> she was a. Uh, you can find love in all the I weird places. I didn't think places. it was necessary to say it, but yeah. <laughs> no, you had um, to say it because this probably Prussian wasn't motherfucker. Prussian. He's probably Polish or Russian. I mean, that's not unheard of. Yeah, a Polish man with a black woman is that the craziest thing in the world? Uh, that's pretty crazy. Is it? Mm-hmm. It's up there. It's, it's up, up there. there. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, another any other city, but Chicago is such a big Polish population. I gotta imagine. Anyone listening, if you know a black person with a Polish person, send us a message. I'm gonna, I want to see some couple of pictures right. of those. All yeah, two of them. <laughs> but yeah, my mom knocked the woman down because she was about to hit me. And um, so, so I thought that was a good motherly instinct. Like like, oh, yeah, the whole time she was team. yelling at me. The whole time it was happening, my mom was like yelling for me to stop, which is, oh. of course. And um, yeah, this is kind of a white trash story. That's why you know I what? stopped talking <laughs> about it. Kind of. <laughs> you know what, Joe, reminds me of those old westerns where the guy's just a fucking killer. Like, he's a straight-up killer, but he tries to justify it by having the guy draw first. So he'll uh, talk shit. He's like, go ahead, pull your pistol out. And he's like, what? Uh, and fucking two to the chest. You saw everyone. <laughs> he saw, <laughs> he pulled. Yeah, but she spit in his face and called his mom a cunt. But I didn't swing first. <laughs> I just yeah. I just got in the guy's face, and I said, what the fuck did you say to my mom? And then he said something back, and then we just started to go at it. You, and then yeah. I had another story I used to tell on stage of a time a guy spit in my, in my sister's face. This is at Western Ohio University. What? She was an RA down there, and this dude spit in my sister's face. Why? Wow, she, she was like, what, she was, she was questioning? No, something. we were coming. It was on Halloween. We were coming back into her, you know, the dorm where she's an RA. Yeah. And the one guy was, like, smoking in the lobby uh-huh. or something like that. And she's like, what the hell are you doing? Yeah, and then he, like, got, he, like, yelled back at her. And she's like, I'm the – she's like, do you even live here? I'm the – you know, right, I've got yeah. some authority here yeah. or something. Yeah. I don't even know what she's saying because I was far back enough. But what's funny was I was ju- – they had, like – Hot dog vendors, you know, it's college campus and yeah. stuff. So I was still eating like the second. <laughs> so when I spit back on the guy, there was like bun and wiener. There was off the roof of my mouth. <laughs> I totally nailed the guy right in the corner of his eye. Um, Get hit with some fucking relish. Oh, yeah. that suck. So the two stories I told, one I'm defending my sister, one I'm defending my mom. And then um, the other one was just kind of like a sloppy, like, yeah, I'm a moron who really probably should have just left and there was no need to. You, you can tell, but I mean, you can tell, like, you, like with you, like, I'll, I'll fucking kill you. You can always tell who wants to fight or who's done it before. 100%. 100% of the time. And, like, I always, and I don't understand why some people will still egg that person on. I know. Like, me and Bobby yeah. Condon, I'm like, did you ever hear about this? There were these guys heckling in the back, and one of the dudes, they were all huge. And one of the dudes was missing some teeth in front, clearly, like, from a fight. Yeah. You don't, and, you don't fuck with that guy. And Bobby Cannon's like, you know, could you guys keep it down? You, you know, get over my keep it down. <laughs> and the dude, I think this dude's about to swing at him, and the dude just goes, fairy dust, bro, get out of my face. Like, he just pretends to sprinkle fairy dust on him. What is that? <laughs> Which I, was, Bobby, I don't know what that means, but it's hilarious. <laughs> and Bobby Cannon goes, oh, so you're going to sprinkle fairy dust on me, huh? <laughs> <laughs> he goes, all right, let's go. He's like, it, and it's clear, like I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna try to fight. These dudes obviously are trying to fight. Yeah, they were clearly. Did like, they fight? How did Bobby do it? They were no, they, they, like they kept talking shit. They kept being like, don't fucking touch me, don't fucking talk to me, da da da. And we were just like, okay. And we was like, we just walked away. And then they ended up leaving. But it was like. It was the funniest. He goes, you're going you're gonna to pour fairy dust on me. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was like, what the fuck? It's like they, just went, they doing, were huh? being like, tough That's to like LARPing within like, oh, man. 10 seconds. My favorite comedian fight story is the one where 
this happened when I was living in LA, but everyone told me about how funny it was when that bar Brendan's that used to be right next to the Laugh Factory. Yeah. Some guy beat the shit like six comedians at once. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Wait, was, was that like our Curry? Yeah, our Curry. Curry and and Jeff, Sheen, Rose Jeff, Sheen was, Jeff Sheen was watching from the window. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> it felt like some guy who was like some jacked up dude who knew like Taekwondo or like some MMA stuff. And I don't know how it started, but it was funny because each, each one was like, well, I got to do something. And they then all they, they, they all kept getting thrown. That's, but I don't understand that. Every fighting, every martial arts video, remember when it's like eight guys on the yeah, one? Yeah, that's like, exactly what I was thinking of. And he kicks the shit out of everyone. And then there's always one guy at the end and he'll still try to fight. I know. Yeah, yeah. why are you there, dog? You have no chance. He just broke everyone's leg. Because you don't want to be. snapping next and the one guy's like, Okay, maybe I got a chance. Well, that's <laughs> about friendship. You don't want to be the only one that didn't take a no, punch. No, fuck that. Because you're, you're, yeah, you know what? That loyalty. If I saw my friend get their leg snapped in two places and then another friend get their like head ripped off, I would not be well, the yeah, guy. I mean, someone, he's decapitating people. Get the fuck yeah, out of there. No, but that's what I'm saying. It's know, always yeah. like that. It's you've never, that you've never been in a fight, though, Nate, in your life? Uh, just like little scraps, but barely. I had a DMX phase, and that was like, guy, I know, tried. No, yeah. Uh, there was there was never I don't think I ever there was like one time in college when I got someone in a headlock and it was this giant brawl but I never got the only time sure, DDT'd him the one time yeah. <laughs> fucked up there the one time I tried to get a fight it was at this party and this dude was being a dick to everyone and I was like fuck you and he goes let's go outside and I was like all drunk and I was like yeah we go outside and he pulled the knife out and I go Ooh. I go is that fair <laughs> and he started laughing like he was just like i guess not and yeah. i go ah, i'm going to get a beer and then i just walked away and i was like jesus christ see your honesty saved you there yeah there you go. Made the guy i mean yeah i guess it's and then the right. curb your enthusiasm song kicked down <laughs> you get a knife i get there. yeah it's a great show but i was in a fight where a guy pulled a hammer out and i i, I scooped what, was it. he old boy he was, he was, he was an apprentice <laughs> I pulled a hammer he was a fucking out? apprentice because when I, gra I grabbed the hammer and i Chucked it across the street in this big, huge, in this big thing like bushes, and the guy was like, "That's my work hammer, bro." And I'm like, "Well, it should be at work." And I'm like, "Well, you should get it tomorrow." Yeah. As opposed to his just regular hammer. He's got two hammers. This is like two a.m. My fighting hammer was in the shop. <laughs> <laughs> I have to bring my work hammer out. Okay. That's my party hammer. You do my work hammer, dog. <laughs> got two hammers. One for fucking up faces <laughs> and one for fucking up nails. <laughs> Damn, Ed, you ever? You've never been in any fights or anything? I got into one fight ever. Um. A whole bunch of debates, but never a real fight. One fight ever. This dude who I went to grammar school with threw a fucking stick at my head. And I'm like, what the fuck, dude? And I threw it back and I hit him in the skull. Yeah, that's <laughs> he's like, Yeah. That's... And so he charged at me. He swung. I ducked and I back suplexed him and knocked the wind out of him. And that was it. That's all you had to do. That was it. See, wrestling moves work. That's the theory of the theme. <laughs> and again, with the whole fighting thing, I think going back, I was bullied when I was a little kid. There was kids on my block that were like three years old. Oh, I was hella bullied. Dicks. I wasn't like walking around with mm -hmm. a Yeah. No. And I think maybe that made it so that as I got older, as soon as I saw someone I feel like being a piece of shit or being a bully, I was like, I'm not, we're not exchanging words. I'm going to hit you. Well, mm -hmm. Yeah. Because I didn't get a chance to when I was five when they were seven and eight. You know, there was a kid. I mean, there was a kid who used to bully me when I was in junior high. And then when I got to high school, I grew five inches and got coordinated. And so, like, I played on the varsity football team and he was on that team and he wasn't as good. Like, I was bigger than him. So I would just key on this kid. Nice. Like, I would try to cheap shot. Like, I would, <laughs> any opportunity I get where I could just fucking blindside this kid. So Romanowski kind of shit, it right? Was, yeah. <laughs> Break his finger in a pile. <laughs> He's, yeah. I was trying to get him that CTE, like, 
<laughs> Fuck up his brain. Keep slapping him on the head over <laughs> yeah. and over again in the helmet. That's good revenge right there. It's good high school. Yeah. That was that's long term revenge. I, I, never, I never got like an. They say revenge is living fight. a. Ba- they say the best revenge is living your best life. You lived your best life. Mm. If you were in high school. You were a better football player. And then you took care of him in practice. There you yeah. go. There you that's go, how you man. do it. I had a situation where the one kid that was a bully toward me, I saw him at like a. 24 like a 24 hour diner or maybe Mexican place it was like late at night I was out with a few friends <laughs> drinking and it was like you know two in the morning I see this guy and I'm like this was the fucking guy that was a piece of shit to me you know and I thought I'm like I'm gonna go over there and say something or fuck him up maybe I'll spit in his food or something I don't know um, I thought about that he had food in front of him I thought about like taking a taco and, like, and just start eating him like what are you gonna do you know mm-hmm. Don't live the life of like one of Goodwill Hunting's friends. No, this yeah. is. No, I'm not kidding you. <laughs> yeah, he's not Matt Damon. He's the other goons. I told this story. I told this story in the podcast before. I feel I, like I no, might. I haven't heard this. Or I kind of said I, I almost wanted to say to him, remember me? He beat the fuck out of me in kindergarten. I thought I was gonna do the. I was gonna do the Goodwill Hunting line. Mm-hmm. Goodwill Hunting. Wait, line. but when did this guy? When this guy actually start picking on you? Like when? When was? When did this? Guy I'm not kidding. He, I was like five, and they were like eight. They grew. And they were like five was... buildings down. But I saw them later when I was like. But I knew I. I'd still see him every now and then growing up. So I knew 100 it was him. Mm-hmm. So as I'm standing up, but I hadn't seen him in years. And I'm, you know, this time I'm like 17 or 18 in high school. Maybe I was like a senior. And I stand up and I start to walk toward him. And then he got up because they were just finished mm-hmm. their food. And he turned around and he didn't, he didn't see me. But as he stood up, I'm like, I am like a foot taller than this fucking dude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, I'm like, this dude is like 5'4". Yeah. And like, you know, probably grew real early. That's why he was, thought he was tough shit. Mm-hmm. And then everyone surpassed him. Right. One of those kids that had like a real big growth spurt. And it was only, and it seemed bigger to me because again, he was eight and I was like five or six. And so wait, when at you, that wait. moment, I was like, nah, I'm not going to bother. I, I, well, come on. I'm, I, I, yeah, I thought about, like, maybe I'll just bang his girlfriend in front of him. I don't know. I can't, turn, I can't hit the guy. He's too small. Can't, nah, Dude, Kill Gallon got, like, a ledger book Dude, of people who used to so fuck with him. Dude, honestly, that, you know what? I, I, here's my favorite speeches of all time. Besides, like, uh, Martin Luther King, JFK, amazing. Number three, Michael Jordan's Hall of Fame speech. It's one of the greatest speeches of all time. And people hate it because they're like, all he does is, Talk shit about the people who wronged him in his past. They go, yeah. yes, perfect. That's yeah. why he's the best. That's why he's the best because yeah. he kept. He was like, this is. Doesn't he say? Didn't he say? Didn't he end it with like? He's like, the fact that like you guys are giving me this retirement thing means you think I still don't have it. Didn't he like yeah. end it yeah, with? Yeah, like, he did don't say be Surprised if you see me like indignant, like yeah. like you you guys don't think I can fucking still do this? Yeah, that dude. That looked, guy's a maniac. I, that's why I liked it because the speech to me was great. For those you know, my no, you two Michael Jordan's Hall of Fame speech. He basically he has he flew certain people out. He's like, I flew out the coach who cut me as a sophomore. You know, I should have played varsity. I, cu- I, mm-hmm. I flew out this guy. Like they and, all and, came. Yeah, and I'm like, hey, it's a free. And they were smiling and they were laughing along with mm-hmm. the story. Dude, I mean, so if I think they knew. Michael Jordan's timeline. I jump in. Hell yeah! <laughs> and some people thought like, oh, it was tasteless and all that. I go, no, because to me, a Hall of Fame speech, the good ones at least, are supposed to describe what made you become a great player. And his whole thing That's was this That's my Tom motivation. Brady theory. No one, yeah, but no Tom one Brady was great because he, he got doubted his whole career up until he got to the. Uh, and he still uses the doubt thing. Dude, I'm like, no one's doubting you anymore, man. His, yeah. under, his Under Armour gear is, it says 199, which is the number he got drafted at. Yeah, that's, that's right. what he was that's what he's wearing right now. Pick. Yeah, you guys got you guys should totally read the Michael Lombardi book. Uh, it's, fuck, it's called like uh, 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 Gridiron Genius as a pretentious as hell name, but it's about Bill Belichick. He like he he was the scout for Bill Belichick and the scout for Bill Walsh and the scout for uh, Sean uh, not Sean McVay. Is he uh, Vince Lombardi's son too? No 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 he's no relation no to Vince Lombardi. Oh I thought he there was, was just like he was just like a he's a football nerd and he was scouts for Bill Walsh and Bill Belichick and so he got to be in the meetings and everything and how Bill Belichick like him and Tom Brady have their own personal meeting for an hour every day yeah where no one else can go in and they just talk and then after that like he said Bill Belichick breaks down every like he doesn't. He sleeps like four hours a day, like some crazy shit. It's yeah. it's an insane. To have sustained success 
in anything to that level, you have to. You're, Dude, you're going to be insane. Yeah, you're you're, you're right? going to have to be. No, no, one, no one can touch you in the playoffs. It's insane. And, like, he, and he's mm-hmm. doing it with the same guys who are, like, all old now. It's nuts. Yeah, it, it is crazy. It doesn't matter who he has. It's crazy. The, yeah, that's. But, but Bill, Bill Belichick also, like, takes over scouting. Like, Bill Belichick will tell you who he wants on the team. And they'll get these guys like in later rounds, like an Edelman or like someone like that. Like he just knows because he knows how to get the, he knows how to get the most out of each person's talent. Yeah, yeah. And I tell people, people say, "Oh, Brady's a system quarterback and all that." But the funny Fuck thing is, that. I hate that. I bullshit hate that shit because the... they've lost offensive coordinators, the Patriots, mm-hmm. to become head coaches elsewhere. Oh yeah, and those all teams the time. have failed. And every time they ask each one of those people, "Well, why did it fail?" It was the same system. He goes. We didn't have Tom Brady. That's why it failed. Yeah. Like, you, you know, like, you can't just, you guys think he's the system quarterback? No, yeah, no he no, works t- in a t- system, but every quarterback works in a t- system. To deny yeah. the dude's not a rare talent is insane. Also, the fact that, I mean, the guy, you hear his diets and shit. He's crazy. He has yeah. like, he gets all these weird blood transfusions. He probably has the blood of, like, a young African boy. I swear <laughs> to God. <laughs> he probably pays some insane shit. He goes, like, some weird village in Haiti. <laughs> well, they were all doing that for a while. They are doing that, like, centrifusion stuff. <laughs> Where they like circulate your blood in this weird? They're doing like a centrifuge. His diet. Oh, yeah. Kobe went over first, and then Tiger Woods was going over there. But I think they messed up his back actually the way they did it. Um, all the coaches, all the coaches. Peyton Manning. Playoffs, Peyton Manning yeah. had that neck surgery in Germany. Yeah. Because it was at the same time everyone's like, people come into America for our surgeries. So even though our healthcare is expensive, we're still the best. And I'm like, why did the top ten athletes all go to yeah. other like countries, other places? Uh, they, Ray Lewis got. They said he was busted for deer antler spray, but it was afterward and no one suspended him because he was retiring. He got that in New Zealand or he went to New Zealand for something. Shave deer antler and you spray it on your tongue and it makes your muscles grow faster. Because deer antler is like the fastest growing substance. Really? Yes. I I don't know. You know, no one knows what a fucking antler is made of. What is it? Just like it's hair. The antler is hair. It's the same material that your nails are made of. But it's like strong as shit. I've felt an antler before. It's crazy. It's condensed hair material. Yeah. Dude, I fucking felt a hand. I felt that shit, man. I wrestled it to the ground. Like, chill, dude. Chill, man. I love animals. Quit calling me guy, you son of a bitch. Who's the guy now, bitch? Uh, there, there, is a, there was a guy on my football team, total meathead. He was two years older than me. He used to take bull testosterone before kickoffs. Jesus. So it was like that Joe Latimer guy, if you've ever seen the movie The Program. But oh, he'd yeah. Be like, like just Starting be, defense. Place yeah. at the table. You just see, <laughs> just his eye, and he'd be like, kick the fucking ball. Kick the fucking ball. <laughs> he also thought milk was two cups butter, one cup water. He thought it was a what? He was the dumbest, What? He was the dumbest person I ever met in my entire life. <laughs> that is pretty. What good made him get that ratio, though? I have no clue. <laughs> the consistency. Yeah. <laughs> Two cups. He goes. He, 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 is his family poor? And they had to make shift milk. Or something? I, I, that's what I think it was. We used to laugh at him just being stupid. With I think the actual story was he just couldn't afford this shit. Yeah. <laughs> so his mom's just like, mix some butter with water. That's <laughs> good for your Cheerios. You could churn it. Churn it up. I don't know why she's from Boston, but. Oh my God. <laughs> it just. You know, I've noticed that though when. Some, it's too easy. Whenever people do like a, a white racist impression, they do Southern accent. Yeah. But whenever they do a poor white person, they go Boston. Dude, Boston. Yeah. Boston is like still has Have like you poor ever white neighborhood. Someone with a Boston I accent talk about sports. Too, Oh, it's, great. it's like being black and on the dance floor. Like you'd have an advantage for sure. Like I, I, you're way more legitimate. If you're telling talking to me about sports in a Boston accent, I believe you a hundred percent more. Because than you feel else. like they need it, you know? Yeah. yeah. Like um, his fucking EIA, bro, and you're just like, what? Do, yeah, this makes sense. Why didn't I see that? Yeah, totally. They're crazy. Another thing I wanted to add about the whole Brady thing was that it goes to you were saying that uh, Belichick takes over like the scouting. Oh yeah, because people always use the oh well, what about when Brady was out that whole year and Matt Castle still let them do a great record. They made Look, the playoffs. They Jimmy they did not no like they, yeah they, they did not lose a game 
I think it was no, yeah. They did not lose a game. I think they were two the season before, right? Or no? So yeah. the fact that he, they fin- he finished eleven and whatever. Yeah, they were sixteen and zero, and then it was eleven and five. So. Yeah, that's still a, a downgrade. Yeah, you know I agree with you oh, there. No, but hey, also, hey. when people forget that it was good, Matt Castle was even starting college. He's a bum and all this shit. Matt Castle made the Pro Bowl with the Chiefs. Remember, he left and played for the true. Chiefs. Yeah, made the fucking Pro Bowl but, with them. But that's the thing. Maybe the maybe the Patriots and Belichick are just really good at scouting no, backup no, they're, quarterbacks. They're, yeah. like their scouting is insane. Yeah, and, of course. And, and, and what, they, what they do is the reason they get all these players, and you think they're steals, they're not steals. These are no names. They're not. Yeah. But he just knows that they fit in his system. Yeah. Belichick has his system down so hard. He knows the system so in, inside and out that he can literally see a person's like how they play. And be like, this will fit perfectly. It's not. It's not a top ten talent, but this fits perfectly in my system. Well, it's another Boston guy, Theo Epstein, who's oh, the yeah? Cubs president. Yep. He is famous for kind of similar stuff. Belichick's like the Theo of football. Yeah, yeah. Because he's fine. I would with say- Wes Welker. When the Patriots got Wes Welker, not to cut you off, Ed. Sorry there. Yeah. When the Patriots got Wes Welker, you know he's already on Miami. Yeah. But I guess Belichick, like Theo, they have a list of these guys where they're like, if they ever become available, mm-hmm. I can right. get more out of them than they're currently being. They know right. he's being undervalued. Mm-hmm. And the Cubs that with Jake Arrieta. They like Jake Arrieta. Jake Arrieta was a first round pick with the Orioles, but just never yeah. like just was always pitched like shit. Mm-hmm. And they were like, "We know we could make him good. Yeah. We know why the Brewers are sucking with him and they're ruining him. If he ever get, if we ever could get him, we got to get him." And they were able yeah, to. Right. And then he won a Cy Young. And I, I really like, don't think they give coach. They, I don't like because that's the whole book. The football is the how, toughest sport to coach. How, by how the coach way. Yeah, like, far. Oh yeah, I mean the, the, per, the like the attitudes, the personality. You're dealing with psychos. Sixty people too. Yeah, yeah. So many people in a locker room. That's what I'm saying. It's like that's when they, they, like that's another thing that they have established this culture there. When you go to the the Patriots, even like in walkthrough, no one fucks around. Yeah, no don't. one yeah. jokes because if if Brady calls you out. You're done. Yeah, like you oh. can't get on his bad side. They got rid of they they've gotten rid of really good talent. Yeah. Brandon Cooks they had for a second. They said, like, yeah. nope, you got to go. The Hernandez shit was crazy. Like the Aaron Hernandez, they said like Brady a couple times was like seriously stop fucking around. And Hernandez like went off, and that's when they knew he was like someone was fucked up with him. Like he like oh shit was like going off in practice. Yeah, there's a story about Brady recently. This is how much respect he has, where he could yell at a teammate, and they'll be like, well, if Brady's yelling at me. I must be doing something wrong. Yeah, right? he's like oh for sure. There there was some. Guy that had was a linebacker who should he thought he should have made the Pro Bowl but just missed the cut or something. Mm-hmm. He's like, ah, it's bullshit. I was kind of like being a little bit loud about how oh, I should have made it and all this guy. I can't believe this guy get over me. And then Brady was like, what the fuck are you saying? He goes, <laughs> yeah. you think I play this shit for Pro Bowls? Yeah. I play this game for rings. Yeah. Like, you know. Yes. And then it made everyone be like, you heard him. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Shut the fuck up. No, he's like, at, at this point, him and Belichick can say whatever the fuck they want and you can't. You can't refute it. No, no. They, but they—that's what I'm saying. Is like, in, like what he was, what the Lombardo guy was talking about is like the coaches during the playoffs they sleep in float tanks because when you sleep for 15 minutes of float tank, it makes you feel like you've been sleeping for an hour. Wow. So like they, they all are sleeping maybe four hours tops, and they're just getting up and they feel like they don't feel like they're tired, and they're Jesus just going to Christ. work. Love, love me a float tank. I was in a float tank, yeah. Dude, the as soon I as one. I read that fact, I put three hundred dollars on the Pats to win the championship. I'm like, you can't fuck with Belichick. I yeah. think and it's a safe bet every year. Every year, I think I go oh, probably the Patriots because they're even though they don't win every year, they're you consistently have, at yeah. the top. And you can and you just you have the advantage. Their coaches just know they're like they're just in that position. Does it make you win and work harder? Or does it make you think mm, that's too much? Yeah. <laughs> I'm you no. Know, well, you can work harder, but to be the greatest of all time, that's what you got to do. It really so, is. I mean, you read about all these other like. I remember listening to Kevin Hart on a podcast and just being blown away with how hard that dude worked. Oh yeah, yeah. crazy. And all you these guys, there's something. Be, Think about Nate. Think of all these dudes who work like The Rock, Mark Wahlberg, Kevin Hart, all these like that mm-hmm. Gary Vaynerchuk guy. I think Conan. Yeah. They all they'll get up. They work out first thing in the morning. Yeah. They wake up at like five. I don't know yeah. if Conan does, but I don't know why I said him in there. Maybe he's part of that group. 
not like they don't work out together, but there's like a large <laughs> Conan and a rock. Yeah, seriously, Google. Yeah. <laughs> you might spot I don't know me why rock. I made it seem like they work out together, but there's a long list of people. They're not no, like, oh, together yeah. at the gym, but they all like get Wahlberg. up at like four in the morning and work Wahlberg out. Wahlberg gets up at like two. Yeah, that's even crazier. He goes to bed at seven, gets up at two. Well, and you and that's like when you ever watch those like documentary, like the I Am Comic documentary. You watch even like with comedians, like you 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 always hear these stories of like this person was actually the funniest person, but either no names, and yeah. you're like. Oh, how do we not? And it's just like, because work, the ethic is such a huge part of it's that as well. It's a huge part of it. I was working Zanies all over the last week. So thanks to people uh, from Zanies who came out to the shows, met some cool people and talked to them afterwards. So hopefully you're checking out the podcast like I told you to. <laughs> I mean, obviously, <laughs> no, I certain, people, obviously <laughs> certain people have an easier road. And certain people, like the one person that I think, like so one person I popped in my head who just naturally just got on, like got everything just because he was so good was Patrice O'Neill. Like you hear that, I hear that name. Yeah. And I see him and it just seems like, he, he just probably put work in. Well, I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure he, I'm sure he put. Night. I'm sure yeah. he put a lot of work in. But what I'm saying is, like, I heard he, and I don't know if this story is true, but I heard he was heckling. Like before he even came, he was heckling a comedian, and the comedian's like, "You think this is easy? You want to come on stage and do this?" And he just went on stage, grabbed the mic, and destroyed. Destroyed. That's that's the myth. Well, there's but those are the outliers. For, yeah. yeah. For every one like that, oh, yeah. there, there, you could count the number of people who could do that. You could count on one hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's for just sure. so freak. I mean, every now and no, then people and that, be like, and that, Eddie Murphy was the yeah. biggest comedian in the world when he was 22, and it's like, <laughs> yeah, but there's 10 other ones who didn't make it to their 45 who yeah, you could yeah. say are just as good as Eddie Murphy. Yeah, but, there's no, no yeah. real one path to this. But that work ethic thing does like the, the Kobe Bryant shit. Like when Kobe Bryant left, and then you heard you hear all his stories. Oh, it's, it's, oh, it's great. the craziest. Yeah, yeah he's nuts. Man. And he was like, and you could just so many people could say like, oh, well, he was six. He's six eight. He's athletic, but it's like you don't realize like everything he did, he oh he worked for like it. The shit, the, the stories about him is insane. Yeah, I try to remind people that there are even when Michael Jordan was in his prime, there were still people who were more athletic than him in the league. Sure, but they just weren't as good as him. They didn't put the work in. They weren't as skilled. Yeah. They didn't have that killer instinct. The, the, all that stuff. the league is a, the league is like a next level thing. People even said about LeBron about how smart he is. Like people people don't. Give credit for LeBron for how smart LeBron is. No, LeBron's one of the smartest. You can court, watch court vision. Oh, yeah. Court vision. Oh, his how, he, how he reads a defense is yeah. insane. Yeah, he could read a defense great. Like he because even defensively as a defensive player, well, he hasn't been a good defense. Let's be honest. I love LeBron. This isn't a knock, but he hasn't been a good defensive player in like four or five years. I think. I think um, with him, it's like when he wants to, he can. But yeah. yeah I hear, but I hear but even saying. even that even in his prime defensively, when he fucking deed up Derrick Rose when the but Bulls that's still were up that's two a little games. overrated if you ask me. You think so? Why yeah, because because any six eight wing is going to have an advantage. Oh, against. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah. Th at the same time that was going on, the Oklahoma City Thunder were facing the Clippers, and Kevin Durant shut down Chris Paul at the end of a two-minute stretch. And Durant was never known for his defense. Yeah. Why? Because he's six fucking eleven, yeah, okay. and the small guys like I don't know how to get around him. Also, D Rose was tired because Tim. Tom Thibodeau, the Bulls coach at the time, was famous <laughs> for playing. Oh, hey, you, you want to play 45 minutes every game till, from now till fucking the playoffs, and then you have nothing left at the end. And, Derrick Rose yeah. also didn't have uh, – Derrick Rose had Kyle Korver as his, like, his number, no one, number two. Only, yeah. That's why that team was always flawed, God, I, those That Bulls was teams. the saddest when they were no up two No one else could games. create a shot. He was the only guy that could create a Do shot. Do you remember that, though? Eastern Conference, they're up two games against the Heat, and we're thinking, we're going to yeah, go to the finals. This is crazy. Yeah. yeah. And then that game when they put LeBron on Derrick Rose. And it was over with. Derrick Rose could not do shit. After that game, I remember in my head being like, oh, it's over. Like, yeah. I remember. Just, I remember. I, I, know, I remember. He, Le Le LeBron played, shut down Rose at the end of that game. But then the and everyone's like, oh, that the next five games, he was bad the, in the first the next four games. He was yeah. bad in the first quarter. The first, he wasn't the same player going oh, yeah. into God. it. it I'm was, not, but it here's the thing. I, I, I love LeBron. But there was a, a couple of missed. I was going to get to his defense, though, because his court vision is where he would get numbers oh, yeah. yeah he was never a good one-on-one -on -one defender 
I'm not kidding you with that. You never was. People like to go like, oh, but he guarded all five positions. You could guard all five positions, but guess what? Name one number four or one number five he guarded well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Garnett owned his ass right. when he guarded him one-on-one. That's why they That's why they were like, we're, you're not doing that anymore. Kevin Garnett's a breed you're never going to see again. That's the saddest That's thing true, ever. too. But Duncan yeah. also dominated LeBron when LeBron tried to guard him. Mm-hmm. Anytime he tried to guard a four or five, that guy would fucking toast him. Dirk yeah. Nowitzki was toasting him. That's because you, just because you could stand in front of the guy doesn't mean you're fucking playing good defense. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, that's just not true. Look, LeBron had stretches where he was a great defensive God. player because his fucking court vision was amazing. He could see. He could intercept passing lanes incredibly mm-hmm. well. And he knew how to run around. Let me, Le, but to me, LeBron, um, yeah, he's this freak athlete, of course, but I, he doesn't have enough sociopath in him to be the greatest of all time. He has no, the physical tools that to is, be the greatest no, of all time. No, that is dead. No one does. No one does. Chris Paul's the only one in the league that still got that a little bit. No one else in the league got that. I will kill you. To win. To win. Yeah. Dude, Chris Paul, a great story about Chris Paul. Uh, he was he was playing against the Spurs. This shit, by the way. I owe yeah. you guys a lot of beers. Nah, I don't worry about it. I was it. running late, and I thought I had beers left in the fridge, but... You know, my producer's an alcoholic, wanted to fucking drink all my beers <laughs> during the week. Sorry. That's all right. So Chris Paul was playing against the Spurs, and um, Tony Parker and him got into an argument. I heard a little bit of that, too. You heard a little bit of that, yeah. To- Tony Parker and him got in an argument in a fight. So in a post-interview, the person, I forgot who it was, Rachel Nichols or whoever was the interview, was like, hey, isn't Tony Parker staying at your house right now? <laughs> He's like, I don't care if my mother's out there. I will die for this shit. I was like, God damn. Yeah, <laughs> you need to have that mentality, yeah. in, in especially in sports. <laughs> but let me, but let me ask you because I sorry that Garnett thing got me thinking. Is there ever with social media being where it is and 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 how anyone's quotes can get taken out of context and how anyone can get can be heard, how you can be heard on a on a on a universal level with anything you say? Is there going to be another Garnett? Type trash talker because that's a that's a lost. Uh, didn't, heart. He, didn't he tell Carmelo Anthony that his pussy tastes wife like, tastes like his wife's pussy tastes like Cheerios? No, no, not pussy. Honey nut Cheerios. Let's be He's clear about it. Honey nut Cheerios. Yeah, it's regular Cheerios. Cheerios. You get mad for a different yeah, reason. Yeah. <laughs> How dare you insult her like that? Her, her pussy tastes way better than bland regular <laughs> Cheerios. Cheerios. No, no, I said honey nut. Oh, oh okay, I got you. Well, still though, but different reason. Get out of here with your kicks, mixed berry ass pussy. <laughs> That's what I would say. God, I wish I had, I wish I had nope. a woman right now because I'd like to ask her if you could choose any cereal for your vagina to taste like. <laughs> which one are we going with? Tricks, maybe. Which, I don't what know. would you want your. Um... We got Cameron Esposito on the line. <laughs> you know what I was thinking? Um, this would oh, be a perfect clip to problematic. promote this. I was thinking this would be the clip to promote the podcast yeah. and you had to fucking throw that oh, in there. My <laughs> it's all right. Shit. I'll cut it. Oh, I'm not going to cut it. Allie, but... But but he called you remember when he called called Charlie Villanueva a guy who had alopecia he called him a cancer patient yeah and then they were like did you say that and he goes no I said he was cancerous to this league and <laughs> it's like oh you could see his lawyers like no, that was the man yeah, oh he was, was but, but that's no, the thing the, he talks shit but I don't think the you're moment, right about that it's the moment tough. people started tripping about the bullying in the NFL that's when I realized it was done with oh and with that's Ri- such Richie a Incognito start. like I thought that was hilarious like have you heard that voicemail <laughs> it is funny I'm sorry. <laughs> That was incredible. Yeah, I forgot some some. Like Incognito oh, turned yes. out to be a real messed up in the head though. This guy Richie Incognito was, um, he got like he was bullying, he was bullying another one of his teammates, and then the teammate just kind of left the team, and it became a whole thing. Cause it was weird because it's like. One six foot five, three hundred pound man bullied another six foot five, three hundred yeah, like pound they're, man. They're, they're uh, in the NFL, it's like they're the toughest. Yeah, the toughest dude. He's trying. You know, I thought it was just a team of bullies. And after, yeah. after the guy hey, left, uh, you have what's that? Nigger piece of shit. <laughs> I saw you on Twitter. You've been training ten weeks. I want to come in your fucking mouth. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Ha, ha, ha.
I'll never that, say the line. Like, I'll kill that, you. Don't you, you hate that line for me? Don't you hate when someone steals your pillow talk? Yeah. <laughs> that's like that's a re- that's a regular night out with me and Sue. <laughs> but, <laughs> but you know, that's hilarious. Yeah, it's, that's funny to me. I think it's so funny that I'm here in the end where I'm like, oh, I'm not gonna laugh. At that. <laughs> I'm not allowed to. I, I, when, was, he, when he opened up with that, that's what made it funny. Like, let me set the tone right now. The rest of the voicemail is not gonna get any better. It's a it's a rookie who like he's probably new to the NFL. He has no idea. Also, this is like you have one new voice message. <laughs> oh, it's my buddy Ricky. Yeah. Let me see what Ricky got to say to me. Oh like, lord. Shut. He goes. Maybe he wants to go out for a bite. <laughs> but you know, like 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 I look at the you're sport. Still a like, rookie. That was like the least offensive part. You're yeah. Still a rookie. Close with that one. He closed with that. He didn't open with that. God, oh I think man. He's like a, he laughed at his own line too. He goes, yeah. I'll slap your real mother. <laughs> yeah, dude, he's laughing. He's laughing at his material. I love it. Dude, oh my God. Do you remember uh, when, it was when Jarek Rose. I imagine Chappelle. He's Chappelling hitting the microphone out of his mouth. I'll slap your mother. He's yeah. okay, doing his phone. He's I'll like, I'll come in your mouth. <laughs> uh, do you remember when Derrick Rose got on um, he, when he that photo of him leaked out of him throwing the the GD sign? Yeah. yeah. And then the game after Garnett, they're playing they're playing the Celtics and Garnett just fucking swats his shot. He's going for the layup and he just swats it and he goes, "I don't fuck with GDs." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was the best. He Garnett did played Chicago Public League ball too. He did yeah. research. Man, thank God there wasn't Twitter and shit when Larry Bird was around. They said oh, was God. the biggest trash talker yeah. ever. They said ever. Yes. <laughs> they said he was. They said he was, From what I heard, that he was racist. He would go after moms. He would go after everyone. Reggie Miller know, they said the same thing. Know, it's thing, not, it's not though. racist, though. No, because the guys if still loved him. They were part court, of it. If yeah. you're on the court or you're, you're in the oh, sports, yeah. me, you do whatever the fuck you got to do. Talk about Lawrence Taylor used to send hookers to the opposing teams like before <laughs> the night before. Yeah, Lawrence Taylor would send hookers, <laughs> hire hookers, and keep these guys partying all night, doing blowing shit. So the next day they're all fucked up. Yeah. And he's just blowing over yeah. offensive linemen. You know what I'm saying? Lawrence Taylor's. <laughs> Like Los Angeles responsible for VH1 celebrity reunion. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, uh, Muhammad Ali was a huge trash talker. Yeah. Oh, know, he was the best. Maybe the best of all time. Although I think Conor McGregor's slowly fa- falling into that conversation. I Dude, that. yes. I love it. But you hear Muhammad Ali said to Joe Frazier it when they were leading to up to the big fight, he called him Uncle Tom, and I guess Frazier never forgave him for that. Really? Yeah. yeah. Anything else, I was fine with his part. I'll, 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 I will tell you this. I'll you can get into someone's head and say it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. It's mental it, warfare. It, it, exactly. Jalen yeah. Ramsey, I love that quarterback shit. When he's like, weak, weak, he was calling When you're a fucking cornerback, mm. you have to have that swag. You're constantly getting singled out. He can't Drew garbage. Brees had great yeah. swag when he was in college. I remember being yeah. a Drew Brees fan when he was at Purdue. So I remember him getting sacked and like talking shit to the defensive lineman who sacked him. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I said, baby, love him sacking the hands. He goes, still got you, but nice play, baby. You know, yeah. it's yeah. like, oh, I love running that shit. His mouth. Speaking of Belichick, that was my favorite one. Where some different, he got an interception and, and some defensive back goes up to him and was like, yeah, what do you think about that? He's like, shut the fuck up and look at the scoreboard. You're like, down by like 30 points. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah man. No, and see, that's the thing. Like, shit talking when you're loot, when you're getting your ass kicked, that's, that's what stupid. It. But when yeah. you're shit, when you're like, like when you're going against like the star player and you are doing everything you can. Lance Stevenson, 
Another person yes. I love. Yes. I love it. Yeah. LA cannot give him up. Because I, I, yeah. I, I, I'm oh, convincing it. They can't yeah, I think LeBron wanted move. him just so he never had to face him again. Oh, yeah, that was, a, that was a Kobe Bryant move. Kobe Bryant did this shit every year. Yeah. You fuck Ron Artest, fuck Trevor Reeves. He was always. Ron Artest can... was like one of the best defensive players yeah. in the league. And yeah. he's like, and then he would like break ribs when he'd play people, man. There was a little fun fact that he used to drink E&J at halftime at the Bulls locker room. The team was so Yes. Yes. I do remember that shit. It, For that, years. Team, that team was so bad. They were horrible. Yeah. Dickie Simpkins was their starting center. That a was bunch how of those bad guys got better after they left. Elton yeah. Brand, Brad Miller became an all star. They all got way but better after Brand, they left. But like the like, first, the first year was Brand and Ron Artest. I remember that, yeah. And they were like, Ron Artest uh, came out, he was drinking like cognac. They <laughs> <God, man. laughs> like his numbers, they were compared to stats, like second half stats were so much lower. Like half of what the first This guy gets was. gassed real easily, huh? <laughs> and then you, so then you have the athletes. All right, that's cool. I like that. You have the athletes, like we were talking about, the people who just put in so much work and they're, they're, they're like insane to their craft. And then you got the guys like you hear stories where they're just like, eh, I'm drinking a little beer and all that kind of stuff. That's why I never like comparing. There's a swag. Because yeah. well, you got those dudes. I those dudes are fun for the entertainment value. Oh, sure. You always think, man, how much better could they have been? Those are the equivalent to like we hear about these comedians. And I meant to mention someone I was at Zany's throughout the week. I think I started to bring it up. Uh, the uh, MC uh, Kevin Naughton, really great dude. Kevin you know, Naughton, been around the scene mm -hmm. for. Oh, a, I've been around comedy for a long time. I should yeah. say, old school guy. And yeah, old school dude. And I remember like looking at some pictures on the wall. And he was like that guy. Was the guy everyone thought was gonna be the biggest thing in the world, and I was just like, "What happens?" Like, just the drinking, just couldn't. Oh yeah, yeah that's why I shut it down smashed. every February. It had to be smashed when he went on stage, and then it got to a point where it's a habit, it man. just like the clubs would stop booking him because he was mm -hmm. like a liability, and then it just that was it for him. But at the time, there was a time where, I mean, even like everyone's like, "This is the guy." Like mm -hmm. the, the people who were the guy at the time would seem and be like, "Oh, he's the next person." Mm -hmm. this, this, I've never seen anything that funny in my life. Yeah, you know? yeah, and, yeah. And that just went to shit. It's because I was thinking about the athleticism with the mindset. Kobe Bryant and Trace McGrady, is there really a difference between them athletically? Like when no, they're prime for prime? Have you seen, have you seen no, the but Kobe, Kobe worked interview? his ass off, worked harder than Tracy. Tracy had that uh, raw ability. I wouldn't say that. Really? I said that Tracy, Tracy had that raw McGrady ability. He won a couple scoring times. It was great. He got hurt a lot. Well, but no, sometimes man. the hurt is not taking care of your body, though, man. Tom Brady drinks his weight in water every day. He's all about uh, recuperation or, you know, all that I kind would of stuff. Say, you know, I would say, I would, T-Mac might be – I understand, like, that comparison because, yeah, like, they're the same – I just trying same to the same their position, same era. Well, yeah. for a while, would, Kobe lasted way I mean, do you remember the guy who – the guy who was, like, ahead of LeBron in scouting? Was it Lenny Cook or something like that? When In high school, LeBron wasn't the number one guy until his senior year. There was this dude, Lenny Cook, out of New York. Because LeBron was from Cleveland. Yeah, and Akron. No one gave a fuck. Yeah, yeah, he was from Akron, Ohio. And this dude was from New York, killing it in New York. So everyone was like, oh, this guy's from New York. Like, he had way more exposure. Most overrated basketball. And then they, no, and then they yeah, and then they came, mm -hmm. and then they, then they played. The best, they played yes. in, like, that All-American game, and LeBron just embarrassed them. Sure. And then the dude never came back from that because he just – couldn't take the well, failure. So much of it's mental too. Yeah, and yeah. but that's what. But that's, that's why bullying league. belongs in sports. That's what Richie Incognito was doing to this guy. He was tough him to up. Get the best out of him. And he's like, hey, if you if you ain't gonna come and punch me in the mouth, you don't belong here because I want you to be able to kill these guys on this I line. I totally agree. You know, if that story would have happened. Well, it wouldn't have been a story because people are like we're not reporting this is slam. You know, but I remember when that happened. I was doing the podcast with Megan Gailey, which you could see. Our I like to have like a little homage to uh, my roots in podcasting over my shoulder here. If you're watching the. Mm -hmm. on YouTube right now or Facebook. Uh, I remember when that story came out, we were both like, yeah, this incognito guy sounds horrible. But the at the end of one of the articles, I think it was an ESPN or Yahoo Sports article, they said that, I can't remember the guy who got bullied, but he accused, I, incognito was the main culprit, yeah. but there was two or three other guys that were also bullying. Those two or three other guys were also black teammates. Yeah. So when I when James played the clip of him leaving that racist voicemail, didn't it sound like he was reading it? 
It's yeah. not like he was dude, wrote it down. He and his buddies, the other guys sure. were there. The dude, other guys were probably dude. there laughing yeah, at him as he sure. says it. For sure. It, and the moment yeah. he starts laughing, and it's like people don't use context it, it anymore at all. It wasn't No, there's more context. Yeah. But I remember people wanted to make that a race thing, and I go, that's not a race it's thing. That's a, race a football thing. culture it's a football thing. thing. No. You got to like talk about it from that, that angle. Was some but, terrible shit said. That was the start. <laughs> that, that was like in 2013 when that happened. And that was kind of like the seeds were being laid for making things because everything is clickbait whether people who try to i like how there are people who will write blogs going like and i'm not one of those people that have clickbait and i'm like yeah you are you, just you are that. just because you're talking shit about it, you're trying to be one of those people is, that's like i've never done steroids and then mm-hmm. you find out later you're guilty it, of it isn't right? it kind of interesting though like that football especially is a sport that you'll get blasted for doing shit like that but like baseball i feel like you can do something like that and <clears throat> you'll won't i don't think you're i don't think the repercussions are as bad not anymore <clears throat> anymore i don't think the i stigma, mean not it, <clears throat> You were John Rocker? That, yeah, well, that was a big story. <laughs> yeah, that actually. was a big that story, was though. Huge. Yeah, yeah, but that was huge. He still played, though, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, but yeah, also, bit. the era was different, though. Uh, when yeah. John Rocker got out caught now. up, yeah, if he did that now, he'll, I, be, he'll I, be gone. I guess they were, they were talking about, they were talking about like, with the uh, uh, domestic abuse. Well, Addison scandals. Russell's still playing. You got a 40 game suspension. See that dude from the Astros? Uh, yeah. That's, that's the most, I mean, out of all the clip, even, like, like that's the most brutal clip I've ever seen. him. Like, that... Like they're going down the hotel stairwell. Yeah. Oh yeah. It yeah. is. I'm it's like I, I, I can't even watch the full Type thing. Astros domestic. And that violence. dude, I think that dude's still playing. It's a Latin player. I can't think of like his if name. that was the NFL. Are you kidding? Yeah. Me? Some people were really upset about yeah, that. Yeah, but everyone. I don't know. The NFL Robert got Osuna? the stigma. Yeah, so sooner. Thank you. That's what I'm saying. It's like it's, it's, it's got the stigma. It's, NFL has the stigma, and it's now on high alert. Like you can't. Well, because NFL does have yeah, that, the, the whole culture of like. Not saying that that's not. Like you're Ed. You're right. The stigma. Even when we're talking about like how insane they are they they treat it like it's war they try to mm-hmm. simulate war like we're going to war we're going nuts yeah. and they, that's why they have the military tie and the military pays the NFL to promote patriotism exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. you know that's why a For lot sure. of the phoniness behind the taking a knee stuff you know and then um and think about like besides like the crazy coaches and the, the players who are a lot of them are probably doping up or doing whatever they can't deer antler spread you know yeah. yeah you have these owners who all come off as like Yosemite Sam type characters. Yes, every one of Except these for billionaires. Robert Kraft is like like the wokest. He's one, the right? wokest owner in all of sports up there in races Boston. Go figure. Yeah. He's CJ. Oh my god! But it's funny because people. That's, what, that's what's kind of annoying me a little bit now. I, I'm I'm all right with. I'm obviously cool with people being more aware of things and all that, but. It's it's kind of depressing that oh it's the Rams versus the Patriots and I'll see some people going well I know Tom Brady's friends with Trump so I can't root for them <sighs> and I go that's yeah. gonna fight that's gonna yeah. fu-. and by the way the Rams owner gave a million dollars to Trump the Patriots owner is no, and, notoriously and, the other way yes. so like well oh. it's like if we're gonna make when, politics about everything it makes I like that ban a lot but I found out their basis you know what Reagan, when, I, I, I said like, this I said this doing? everyone said hey I'll give you such a big Tom Brady fan uh when he's he's friends with Trump's like easily because i don't wrap my political beliefs around someone who throws a fucking football for a living you know what yeah. i'm saying it's like what you know it's like when everyone was shitting on like jay mccarthy was is a fucking idiot when it comes to vaccination oh for She's sure a moron first but off I, my theory is this if so, you take your advice I'll from jay mccarthy your kid didn't have a shot yeah. in life anyway okay I, also i hate to say this how dumb was her kid where she thought it had autism and it didn't. <laughs> I think the kid just didn't Dad. want to talk to his mom. Dad. I think the kid might be a genius just going like, I'm just going to play on my blocks. I don't want to talk to you. He was just a great counter. By the way, Jay McCarthy, who lives in Chicago, if you ever want to be on the podcast, I'd love to talk to you. CJ Sullivan had the best. When that Donald Sterling thing came out, CJ Sullivan said, I'm glad that my team is owned by one of the good white billionaires. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, none of them are good people. Someone had a tweet that was kind of interesting. It's like, nobody makes a billion, they take it. 
Yes. Of like what yes. You know, I, a lot of them wouldn't be billionaires oh, if they totally. treated their employees fairly or if they didn't like yeah, that's get true. around. They're always, they, they always uh, getting around stuff, right? I say yeah. millionaire. If you're a millionaire, you didn't make it through like arts. Like you are, there's some evil in you. Yeah. Like I would have agreed with that, if, but nowadays not as much yeah, because there are people. There are people who make a million dollars where they're like, I'm the. Junior vice president of sales, and we mm. sell like yeah. shoelaces to underage kids. Yeah, but no, that's the problem, though. Underprivileged. Somewhere, underprivileged. Somewhere, somewhere down the line, there's some Chinese kids stitching those shoelaces together in a sweatshop. I got you. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> there's Joe. no ethical consumption under capitalism, guys. Sorry. Not yeah, really. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I like how James is like, this is my era. Now I get to yeah. think. When does done become, when football. Does become I NPR? <laughs> <laughs> By the way, though, I will say this, though. Because remember, you were like, oh, you're going to get shit for this from like certain comedians. I still, I, I think I, I, I want to support a system. I want to, I call it moral capitalism. That's what I think would be the best yeah. system. Which is basically just a new, a new name for democratic socialism, essentially. For sure. Meaning, under dem, under, like if you move to Sweden or Germany or Canada, yeah. these countries that are considered democratic socialists, which mm-hmm. means like they still elect people. The reason a lot of socialism doesn't work in these uh, South American countries yeah. is because it's a dictatorship. Yeah. So it's one guy going, oh, here's what we're going to do with every fucking thing. And too bad if you don't like it. Here's mm-hmm. some health care. Shut up. That of course that system doesn't work. That's not really socialism well, those, anyway. That's a, those systems that's, uh, are also authoritarian something or other. I can't think. They're of They're set up like with horrible power vacuums every time someone leaves like office. Oh yeah, they got the there's mess in Venezuela right now. That I I'm talking yeah. about some friends, but I still don't have enough information to talk about intelligently. And also, it's not I structured have well. <laughs> I have none. <laughs> but with like you could like if you were to move to Sweden or or whatever country I name one of those European socialist countries, you could start your own business. Sure, you could make a lot of money off that. But if you fall down a flight of stairs and break your neck, you're not going to go bankrupt because they'll take care of you. The taxes pay for your well, health care. You, you have yeah. to be a citizen first. Well, we that's can't true, go but even if you're shit. not, but even if you're not a citizen, they'll charge you, but it's not much. Yeah. I had a friend who was in Europe and they broke their leg and it was like, it cost them like 50 bucks. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. <coughs> you know, it's pretty They broke their leg skiing in like the fucking Alps and it did like <laughs> you know, it's a, bucks. It was not much at all. <laughs> nice. There's a problem in China because, you know, that whole one-child policy that was going on in like the 90s and 80s. So everyone had only had one kid, so they wanted to have a boy because they wanted to have their legacy. They wanted their name to carry on. Yeah. So now they have a problem where it's dominantly men, and there's they're very like it's 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 so. Fucking, Is it like prison gay over well, there? Well, it's, yeah. it's, 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 there's like, not a lot of gay Chinese porn. Now no, but I think said, about it. That yeah. should there's, be a there's, thing. There's still there's still like dowries and stuff there. Like if they a, if a that, woman huh? goes into a bar, they said, and the thing is, the the most fucked up part is that these these men. When they were kids, their parents put all this pressure on them to be, like, real intelligent, to go to college, and, like, you're the only one we have, you better. So they're all, like, introverted nerds, and they don't know how to talk to women. So it's, like, even more But they could fix this crack on my iPhone. (laughs) 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 But, yeah, no, they said that's, like, a huge problem. Like, they said, like, females, like... like they said, like uh, American women will go over there and get offered, like, like I'll give you thirty thousand dollars if you be my wife. Like they they do deals and shit. Oh, that's cool. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Nice. Oh, that's I, like dow- I like. Dowries. You know, it's funny. People always like. We know a lot of people give like American men shit, but you know, and obviously we could be a lot better. <laughs> no, I'm not saying we're <laughs> perfect. We are far from it. And yeah, guys, be better out there. One hundred percent. That way to but save the, yourself. But when I hear about other cultures, I'm like, we're not that bad. We're not really that bad. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like. Dude, there's some to cultures yeah, like, we're, we're, not, we're yeah. not trading our women for we lifestyle. You, we let yeah. you drive a car. We let you, you know. <laughs> you know. Yeah, give us a break. Not trading you for two goats. <laughs> no, I, remember, I remember someone someone shared a post. It was a picture where it showed soldiers. It was, it was in Saudi Arabia where there were like Saudi Arabian soldiers giving women flowers because it was the first day they were legally allowed to drive. 
So it was like, oh, what a great moment. Mm -hmm. Women can finally drive in Saudi Arabia and they're getting flowers. And I saw a woman on my timeline say, oh, I, I wish we I wish men did that for us over here. I'm like. Oh, really? Okay, do you want us to take, away take everything else so, away from so you? So you think, deny a basic human right forever, mm -hmm. finally give it to you, and then be like, here's, here's, a, here's a dead Sorry plant. My bad. Like, <laughs> like, what? Sorry about that whole, you ain't a whole person thing. <laughs> here's some so daisies. Stupid. I think, <laughs> I think people just looked at it. But this woman was Go part of the... Go get, some daisies. Go get a champ from his little Keep bit. it under 20 miles an hour. <laughs> <laughs> Don't go putting your makeup on while driving. <laughs> yeah. too, huh? Actually, they're not allowed to wear makeup over yeah, that's there. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> they don't. They, they can't put it in the shawl. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> here's a yeah. Here's a rose. You get like they. You, you get the Buick. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I think those are like her saying that. I think she's part of the people who are just looking to hate and looking to be angry. I'll give you another example. Um, I'm glad I've got a diverse group right now. A Jewish oh, man yeah. and a black man. Here we go. Uh, He's gonna steal all my music. Later. By the way, I have a theory that I have a theory that <laughs> I'm about, uh, to sign, I'm about to sign that out. I, I have a theory that black people, Jewish people, and Irish people are the three most funniest uh, cultures. Fuck yeah! Uh, yeah. Those, you look you know, at comedy; those three seem slavery. To, uh, yeah, because there were three groups that were repressed for a yeah, very long time, absolutely. and I think something comes out of that. Yeah. So uh, the Virginia governor, uh, they found out picture of him in his yearbook his medical school yearbook in blackface it's oh yeah right? i've seen that yeah so people are calling for him to resign and all that stuff and i got a group text uh thread with some of my buddies and they were like do you think you should resign and i'm like i mean i looked up i googled him first because i wanted to look at his record and it seems by like he's not governed as a racist at all he was a guy yeah. who said we should take down those monuments to confederate soldiers a few years ago like when he was running for office in virginia he said that so it's not like he's comfortable like he it seems like he was a great. He was a doctor. He was a doctor in the military, so he was like saving soldiers, like Dude, in the battlefield. Like this guy no seemed to have lived cares. his life great. People just want blood, dog. Yeah, they want they blood. Want but blood, like, man. so he made, he did something really racist and dumb thirty five years, years ago. ago. First off, I don't know. Thirty five years resign. ago, it wasn't racist and dumb. It, it was, was. nineteen eighty four. It still kind of. Uh, was. But, I don't yeah. know, man. It was like <laughs> hey, in Virginia. Hey, wasn't by the way, by the way, do you remember the movie uh, Soul Man? Um, yeah. Yes. Yeah. When did that Steve come Martin out? Movie, Not, I'm pretty sure it was like, like 80. Yeah, 82, I think. Hold on. So this is 82. You're this right, is a yeah. major motion picture about a, a white man looking to get a black scholarship. So he oh, paints himself C. in Thomas blackface. Oh, in that. Yes. Yeah. He paints himself in blackface. And it was, a it was an okay movie to do that shit in. Yeah. 86. 86. So I have in a 84, friend. He I was goes, alive for that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I have a People friend. People forget, like, yeah, this country is, today is still fucked yeah, up. So you go back 30 years ago or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, that was completely acceptable. Well, Louis C.K. had that great thing where he talks about how people forget time and they think everything was longer than it is or, or whatever. Oh, he talks about slavery? Yeah, there's such a funny yeah. bit. It's a that's that two dead grandmothers. <laughs> that's yeah. like something like that. Yeah, because that was, was two like, dead he grandmothers. Goes, I've ago. heard intelligent college educated people say slavery was 400 years ago. He goes, no, it was, it was 140 years ago. Yeah. I think he said this in 2010. Yeah. It was 140 years ago. That has two grandmas living back to back. Yeah. Two 70 year olds. <laughs> and yeah, people definitely, you're right. So. Um, and the thing is, does he have the joke too, where it's like as a white man you could go back into any period in time and be fine? Yeah, it'd be fine. As a black man, you don't want to go before 1982. Yeah. And so yeah, I just think when I heard it, I go, look, what he did was absolutely horrific, and that's terrible, and all that. I kind wouldn't of stuff. even say horrific. Look, man. As yeah, a I mean, black yeah, horrific man, probably is a, as a, a horrific is if he lynched a nigga and then Crip walked on his dead body because <laughs> not only that's racist, he's doing cultural appropriation at the same time. So that's like that's horrific. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> 
Uh, you made you made killing. A, uh, I'm not gonna say that word. Uh, and he locked the door. Kind of funny because of he the. He locked afterward. the door while he did it. I couldn't I, leave while he crip walked. Made me right. feel guilty because the crip walk is a cool dance, but the idea of doing it on a dead body. <laughs> by the way, if you're a politician, I think that would cost you some votes doing something like that. Even Absolutely. The most racist or county in Mississippi, you might get in trouble. Yeah, if you did a crip walk, you'll definitely earn a crips. I you lose the blood, but you'll get the crips. <laughs> You know. So I know I hear what you're saying. Look, so guy, back then it yeah. wasn't bad. It was just. I mean, I, okay. I so think it was bad, but it wasn't like. It was acceptable. Yeah. No one looked at this was twice, actual like, what the fuck are you doing? I used to think there was a difference between the black faces. And I actually have a friend who. Is the white is lips? Luckily. Yes. No, <laughs> I have a friend who luckily took all. Took, oh, there was a picture right. of two, yeah. to go. Because I, I up until about seven years ago, I thought black face was when the black and then the white around. Because there was a. Because back in the day, blackface is a term because they wouldn't let black people act and stuff. So they had oh, white people dress up yeah, like black. I'm <laughs> telling <laughs> listeners, too. Every now and then I'll be on a podcast and, the li- and I, I explain something for the listeners. They go, I know. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, but the person listening might not. It's not mm. for you. But uh, we're not recording a conversation in my fucking house. Uh, I, I hear you're saying that, though. Uh, <laughs> I'm in my own head about it. Did I just white explain blackface to him? <laughs> Fuck, I'm such a dipshit. So... I remember I had a friend who went as Michael Jordan for Halloween. Yeah. I think he was in high school. So, and yeah. He, painted, was he, he got it still, uh, 2003, 2002, okay, yes. 2002. I was trying to defend him right there for 2002, a second. But still, but in his head, he was like, oh, I, you know, I didn't do it offensively. Well, is that his fault or his I parents' didn't. fault? He's a fucking kid. I think That's it was true. just ignorance. I think there's a difference yeah. between racism and I don't ignorance. Think, yes, I don't is. think you showed anyone accountable for whatever they tweet out before the age of 18. That's irresponsible and stupid. Yeah, you're still learning about who you are. Yeah, the world. and exactly. my, my thing, too, is this. That's why I remember. That's what pissed me off about that Louis C.K. joke, by the way. Which one? That he got so much shit for. Because they tried to make it a trans joke. It wasn't about trans people. It was about young people. Yeah. And yeah. they tried to flip it like, oh, he's transphobic. I'm like, no. He thinks someone 14, 15 years old should not be talking about how they should be addressed. Be young, be fucking reckless. Yeah. That's the whole bit. It wasn't about, ugh. Anyway, so. and he's working stuff out, and I don't like the being the recorded thing, yeah. illegally. I, and- I don't think I ever did blackface just because it was annoying to get makeup off my face. <laughs> yeah, no, that was the only you know thing that stopped. Water stop you? and soap, you gotta do. Yeah, yeah. I, did, I, went, like, no. I went egging houses with friends when we were like fourteen, or we wouldn't do houses, but we'd egg other people. And I think I did like face paint. But I think I went for like dead presence look. Oh yeah, we did the dead. That presence. was white yeah. face paint though, right? We were in white um, face. Yeah, we were in white face. You were in, you were in Switzerland face. <laughs> <laughs> so I know. So with the governor thing, and and look, the people. Louis is a bad example though, because we, you know people have reasons to hate him and stuff. This governor Fine, had I'm done. Okay with that. Yeah, sure. But this governor hadn't done anything up until this point. He was a very yeah. popular governor who won like ninety eight percent of the black vote in Virginia. So and he was and people really liked the guy. Someone dug this up. And then he has That's to address it. That's what people it. do. Yeah, they, they do, right? They don't want resolution. It's like, how no. could I fuck up someone's day? So I realized the mentality behind some of this because I was talking with my friends in the group. And when my one buddy goes, so he should he resign? I go, well, I don't know enough about him. So before I know anything, let me look him up. I was looking up stuff with the mindset of, I hope I find out this is a great dude who just did a bad thing 35 years ago. Yeah. You mm. know? And then other people I know, though, they go into it going, ooh, I hope I find more shit to prove he's a piece of shit. Yeah. I don't like that mentality. No. I don't like the idea of looking like why no. why well, into bear to yeah. Cuz it's like we're just so hungry to crucify every person. Oh, you hear someone so did this? Yeah. Let me look up. I bet there's more. I bet there's more. Let's tear there, them down. They get like a high off of this mob mentality. Yeah. There's something comforting comfortable Comfortably, I don't know where. Comforting, comforting. I like how me. I've. By the way, I've been tongue twisted a few times, and this is a, the soberest podcast yeah. I've had. And sometimes need the liquor for words like flow out. There's something comforting about me being a piece of shit. 
a little bit. You know what I'm saying? I'm not that high and mighty. Are you a piece of shit? Kind of. Most, hey, if point. you look at my post yesterday, you, a lot of people do. Uh, nah, I, just <laughs> I just think you're honest. I just think you're honest. That sounds yeah. some serious yeah. on Facebook. <laughs> I just think you're honest on time when people I, I, are I, careful. And, I, and Yeah, but I'm honest about everything. I, I don't claim you're to be. You're consistent, which is what I've always liked yes, about you. I don't claim to be a social justice warrior. I'm doing any of that shit. So if something happens to me where someone goes to my tweets and like, oh, he said this. I'm like, well, you can look at my body of work and see I'm being pretty consistent with everything I've done. Yeah. It's not going to take it. They'll Stuff like pick. that doesn't take away. It's when you try to clean your image up. That's what kind of got Kevin Hart caught up a little bit because he stopped being a comic and he started being a uh, corporation. I just don't like seeing comics try to tear him down. Or that was him, that was I'm like this. No one has given back to comedy more than that guy. Yeah. You 100%. know, that guy works his ass off, works for everything he's got and pays it forward. So, um, I see you're checking your phone. Ed, Ed, I got Ed, Ed hosted no, up. Yeah, yeah. I just want to tell. I'm, I'm, cool. gonna, I'm listening. I just got to tell uh, Rodesco one thing. Oh, Keep cool. Yeah, well, yeah, we're going to wrap up pretty soon. Um, but but we, I, with the, the governor thing, I just want to add another point to it. Let me ask Ed, though, because I can't really ask you. Or maybe I could in a different. I'm, I'm kind of black. Yeah. No. Yeah. Well, <laughs> he played football. Um, so this guy was a doctor. And this guy was a doctor. And basketball. Too, basketball, yeah. that's the <laughs> sport right. I use first. <laughs> so this dude was a could doctor. If you found out your doctor 30 years ago, I was in med school, you know, did a picture in a clan hood mm-hmm. or in blackface would you still want to go to that doctor <laughs> i'd probably say no if like, nah, they, they drew swastikas nah, nah. when they were younger all right see no see that's clan no hood is like you wouldn't pretty, want to go to him anymore no right? no because it's gonna be like say that's a it's phase. gonna be like oh well mm, this 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 uh, surgery didn't go as well as I planned it to. You know, I, I, have, <laughs> I have off days sometimes you know what I'm saying and, and yeah. also yeah, there's swast- possible I don't, deniability like a, there. A, a, Maybe if he like went as maybe if he dressed up as Hitler as like a joke in like in his high school like at a high school party like, but well, you're Jewish. You go to a Jewish doctor anyway. Yeah, yeah, I go to, yeah, Jews at our headquarters. Uh, <laughs> no, but that's by the way. What I said wasn't even like an anti-Semitic thing. That's oh, like no. a known thing with Jewish people. They say go see a Jewish doctor, go get a Jewish accountant, <laughs> which is smart. They hook I, it up. You know, they do. They want to keep the money in the tribe. That's the, that's a Jewish expression. I'm not. But um, no, I, like, <laughs> it, it it depends. But like with, with moral outrage, especially, it depends like where it's aimed. Like, did you do you remember the the lady who tweeted? She was like, I'm going to Africa. Yeah, that's in that I'll book. I read that. Did you read that you book? Read, well, it's a great one? book. There's a book called So You've Been Publicly Shamed by John Rotz. And oh. also wrote The Psychopath Test. He wrote The Minister of Goats, which became a movie. But like, what happened writer. to that lady? She had to move out insane. of the country. Yeah, she had 44 Twitter followers. One person randomly found <laughs> wow. her looking for code words. Wow. And destroyed that's her what life. I think they do. And she was going to Africa to do humanitarian work. I know. She just worded a joke terribly. She was, she, her jo- it was, yeah, it was a shitty, it was a shitty joke. Well, she just point, had a bad, she said a bad day on Twitter. The point of the joke was that, um, it's embarrassing that this country is so underdeveloped and or this yeah. continent is so underdeveloped. We don't do better. Yeah. That was what her contention was. Yeah, yeah. And if you looked for that, you could see how, okay. Cause she's kind of thing. I'm going to Africa. But they read I hope it. I don't get AIDS. And yeah. she kind of meant it as like, because can you believe that yeah, we that as a society still allow? Ah, that's a reach dog. No, that's a reach dog. No, Ed, he's doing what I do. That's, that's oh, that shit. No. I do the same shit. He had me. I was following. No, him, no, no, I was no. like, oh yeah. No, I think I, I think Ed, I if think she digging, wasn't going over there to do humanitarian work, right. I would agree with you. It's a complete reach. But, but that was her but, excuse. She was like, thing. I went to South Africa here's to see thing. fucking a rugby match. Then I'd be like, oh, that's a reach. But let me the tell fact you, that she had a history of being tell, a great let me, person. Let me tell you something. I believe both could be true. Yes, she was doing good shit. Also, I just think it was just as simple as a bad joke. Yeah. And when you have 44 Twitter followers, you're not thinking this is going to make major news. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, there's nothing, you could bomb in front of 44 yeah, people. That's one imagine? thing. It went so viral that when she got off the plane, people spotted her and took pictures of her in the airport going, look, I just what? spotted her. Jesus because pe- people figured out that she was on the plane and had no idea. They think, oh, she's on the oh, plane but didn't so pay for the Wi-Fi. She's a reading a book or sleeping. And as soon as she gets off the plane, people were, like, excited about it. 
There's a fucked up mentality with the fact that we're behind screens now. Yeah. And there's no yeah. more. I might get punched in the face for this. There's personal people, interaction. Yeah, that's why. That's why I was people talking don't about, have empathy yeah, the, when they don't see the yeah, per, what you're doing yeah, to the person. You don't realize you're destroying. Something yes, like that. that's why I said like when I had that bad comics intervention with that one comic. I'm not gonna drop his name. I did it to him in person. Now on that Facebook yeah. shit. I walked up to him I'm like, look, all right, we gotta talk about this right now. Well, we don't have to say his name just so the listeners get a little backstory on this. This comedian posted on the, one of the Chicago comedy. There's like these groups that just kind of say, hey, there's a new show or just you know, it's one of those things. He asked the comedy scene which has got like a 1500 members on the thing which by the 3, way 3000 members yeah. oh, by the way yeah. it should have about 74 yeah, right. yeah. 3000 fucking that, people uh, there are not 3000 comedians even, that's a, even that's a reach yeah that's a reach too 74 i've been like fuck 74 is a still small probably group yeah. chat at best my yeah. god 3000 people cuz every now and then i see these names of people asking for comedy advice i'm like here's advice go, go somewhere to, yeah. go to i've never seen you in my life anyway though he asked hey guys why do people hate me and then people were, I'm not, I wouldn't believe how people were just like, well, a lot of people were cool about it. You're like, there was constructive criticism there. They're like, we don't really hate you. We just hate the shit you say. Mm-hmm. We think you're a terrible comedian and you think we, we think you're dickish about it too. Yeah. yeah. And you don't really respect it. And that's why people don't like you and treat you that way. If you decide, if you actually put some work, you know, people were, you know, and you did it yeah. in person, which I think is cool too. But I get, he asked the question though. So it's a little different. So I get people responding that way. Yeah. But you're right though. They're. But some people were just like, I, I don't like you. You're a piece of shit. Yes. And that's when I was like, okay, take like Why? take it down. And I just yeah. still a person. Yeah, it's like, what, what's the point still of this? Yeah. yeah, and this is this is someone who's re- he's And do you really know him? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Do you really know the motherfucker? The guy clearly has a that, dream. Would, would I don't like people doing that. Yeah, it's, 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 I'll tell you, yeah, he definitely like cares asked, about comedy. Yeah, I can tell you that because yeah, he is out working. But it's like. And it's not like he's asking. He's not asking the question to have you be like, because I fucking hate. He's not trying to do it. Like, I. I really do think some of the some of the comments in that thing when I was taking a shit and I was reading all of them, yeah. <laughs> I thought some of them were actually like very valid points. Like it was like, oh, they're like, hey, it's nothing against you. This is what I think you could work like stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, and I like, read some of them. That's like, and then but then there's like, you're a piece of shit. Go fuck yourself. And it's like, what is, like why? Why, why would you like write people, that? I try to tear, why try to tear this dude Here's down. what I, here, here's what I hate about the left right now. If I don't. A lot of people out there, I'm not going to say all of them, but a lot of people out there is like, if I don't agree with 100% of the shit you say, you're automatically a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know? that's and that's up. and that's why people. That's, think the, I, the way, that's, that's why not, people think I'm an asshole because that's not I'm, a liberal thing to do. No, it ain't. That's the opposite of liberal. Yeah, exactly. But they wear the liberal flag exactly. and they're making liberals look even worse, and that bothers me even more. So, I'll, and I said this before, and people don't disagree with me. Like right now, not I'm not I'm being bipartisan as possible. The Republican Party makes a lot more sense to me the way it's going than the Liberal Party. The rules are constantly changing with the liberal change. side. Well, I'll give you an example. But, uh, there's, there's, but the Republicans kind of kept the consistency. Fuck niggas. Yeah, consistency. Right. Uh, <laughs> get money. That's it. You know what I'm saying? The, the inconsistencies on the left drive me nuts, too. Because So this governor of Virginia, who had the, the blackface photo 35 Is he years a ago. Democrat, Republican? He's a Democrat. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. Like I told you, he won 98%, 95% of the black vote or something yeah. like that. And people seem to love him, and he's very popular there. And he has a history of being a good guy. Mm-hmm. People are more upset about this photo from the mid eighties, early eighties than they were about the comments Hillary Clinton made about black youth in the mid nineties. Yeah. Those comments didn't disqualify her at all, but this picture, he needs to resign. People are saying, and then the Liam Neeson thing today, where I don't know why to hear. I didn't read it. I Oddly read progressive it. in a weird way. I do agree with Did you read it? Shit. Yeah, some man. people say uh, you have to actually read the whole thing because some no, people aren't reading can, it. They just li- see the clip and then they no, go, no, well, no, fuck him could, You can listen to it. No, it's, no, to it. it's as bad as it sounds. Is it I, honestly, sound? it is bad. I haven't, I haven't seen it. Well, people take it, it out of it. context. Is it, 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 
at this point, well, first off, I do think it was a dumb move for him to bring this up at all. Yeah, it seems it's, weird. You're talking about what ifs and shit? Like, you didn't do anything, dog. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. But he had this white guilt to him where it was actually a mission of him being a piece of shit. It's like, I ain't gonna lie. I'm not proud about this moment in my life. I had this moment that happened where I was I was looking to do a legit hate crime because one of my friends got raped. And it wasn't right and justified, but I was just angry. Yeah. And sorry about that. Didn't need to say any of that shit, but just the fact that he can come back, look at the past, and say, I was wrong here, and have the balls to come out do with you, it when he really didn't and have to. And by the way, do people don't realize this. Look up Liam Neeson's age real quick, if you could, James. Thank yeah. you very do much. You think, do you think I'm going to guess 65, 66. I'm going with that, too. Do you think he did that, though? Because he was it's a pretty progressive move. Like, he's, like, he's like, someone might leak the story. That's what so someone floated on someone's I comment. Janelle James no, made why, the post. I don't think that's a story that would get leaked. But still, because uh, we're also by the sixty six. So yeah, we're about right. Still, it's a. But also that story because I heard someone float that idea that maybe there's a story that's going to get leaked. So by the way, that would be the easiest story to deny. Someone says, by the way, guys, Liam Neeson thought, thought about doing imagine? something bad to black people for thirty years ago or twenty yeah. years ago, yeah. whatever it was, mm-hmm. and then he would be like, no, what, what, who? Yeah. Can you imagine Liam Neeson? Well, how do you know my thoughts? Do you have a crowbar at him? He had some weird British thing. Like a, I forgot what he said. Like a like a like a like a like a Wellington Dingle Dale stick. Shillelagh, an Irish thing. He's Irish. Some shit like that. Yeah. Like a slappy to dappy. A kosh. What the fuck is a kosh? It's like a nightstick. A kosh. The catch like from Lord of the Rings. A thick, heavy sticker bar uses a weapon. So yeah, it's like a nightstick. He had he had the clob gun from Goldeneye. Yeah. The clob gun. So it took like a thousand shots to yeah. I uh and and look, I'm a Liam Neeson fan for his movies, and you could separate him. I'm sure if Taken's on, you'll still be like, yeah, it's still a great movie. Um, well, I I think it's I just think it's crazy how people want to tear him down. Again, I didn't hear it or read it all, but XL, who I respect his opinion a lot, Xavier Mines been on the podcast. Everyone, your opinion I respect, and a few other people. I was like, I, first I got to listen to it, you know. Mm-hmm. But some people were commenting saying, if you read the whole thing. He's saying he was ashamed of this. Yeah, absolutely. And he, he was just hundred percent. He was yeah, at a time a of his, he was a time of his life where he was in a lot of rage, and which was justified. Your friend was raped. The hate and the racism was not justified, of course. But I mean, if you're if you have a friend get raped and you're like, you I want to beat the shit want, out of you somebody. Fucked up. I I am fine. I am okay with somebody okay with being racist in the heat of passion and anger. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If you if you're looking to kill someone, if a rabbi who gives stabbed a fuck your if someone mom, calls me a nigga, if Nate would get me with it. A gun. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. These fucking Jews, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. So you get a pass for that shit. If some redheaded piece of shit like look like me did something terrible to your family and you were like fuck these potato eaters, I'd be like, yeah, based yeah, on your like stories, it. I would just apologize. <laughs> 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 I would apologize, my guy. Uh, yeah, it. <laughs> can't use that word. <laughs> All right, this has been Kill Gallons Pub, everybody. I want to thank uh, Nate Burroughs for coming on. Nate, where could they find you, man? Oh, you can find they, me. Is, you were great today, by the way. Thank you, man. That was pretty it was, good. It was, it, was lot, it was a lot of fun being on. Uh, uh, find me on Twitter, Nate Burroughs 2. Uh, Fuck Nate Burroughs 1, huh? <laughs> yeah, Nate Burroughs mm-hmm. 1 and Nate Burroughs. Damn. Nate yeah, Bur- the, 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 the original, good name, Nate Burroughs. The original Nate Burroughs doesn't, hasn't tweeted in five years, and he only has one tweet, and it just says, Hello, pretty ladies, with a smile. So he's a smooth cat. So for that there to be go. your only tweet, though, it's his only tweet. Yeah, maybe he died, and that's what's left. <laughs> <laughs> Before I go, that was his epitaph. Give me something for the bitches, real quick. Yeah, it was <laughs> you know, just a smile. Uh, no, and then I run a show at High Dive uh, every Thursday. You go to that. Uh, don't go to Ed's fucking show on Thursday. What, well, I'm not. I'm not really a part of that too. show right now. Okay, good. So, but still go to that show. I love that place. Thank you. <laughs> You're so nice. Fuck you, you go, James. To, go to both. Fuck you, Nate. Go to all of them. Uh, no, this was a lot of fun. I mean, I just I think the button everything. 
I just think people need to look things. Things are really life's better than you believe. Yeah. And if you if you're on the internet all day and you're just getting in that world, it's just this bubble of just shit that's gonna make you think things are terrible. And then you two are gonna buy into that. Well, this person's probably ter- like I yeah. just think nice. I just I don't want to live in a world where people can't evolve. I don't like the idea. I know we're going to have some guy or some woman who's going to be a great candidate, could do some real good change in the world, and someone's going to find out, oh, she called someone um, a fag playing Xbox Live yeah. when she was 13. <laughs> and now she perfectly doesn't, and now we're denied Everyone knows these the great ideas. She said, quote, throw your grenades. It probably happened. <laughs> throw your kill me with a beam fags. sword, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> so I just don't want that. Ed Towns, where could they find you? Uh, comedians, you should know Wednesdays. Go to all those shows and help me uh, out. Hell yeah, and man. also uh, this Saturday, 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 uh, please come to the album recordings. Both shows. I'm on the nine thirty, but go to the seven thirty one too. You never know what's gonna happen. Um, you know, Joe might flip out on someone in the front. They're on my own recording, laughing the wrong. Oh, it's gonna be <laughs> great, man. <laughs> so here's what I did. I know you appreciate. Like, I want to uh, get on the tantrum show. Okay, come on out. Come, uh, that'd be the the early show, more likely. <laughs> The late show is pretty much already almost sold out, so the early show. Um, I uh, on Saturday, so Zanies they do three shows on a Saturday, a seven and nine, and then eleven fifteen. And you know I'm going to do an hour for the recording, yeah. mm-hmm. so I I thought to myself, how am I going to work this out? I did a different twenty for each show. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, and it, that's awesome. yeah, honestly, I'm writing a pretty good. Con- I'm I'm, I'm so confident right now, I might not go up the rest of the week. Just no, man. That's I'm kidding. Sure it's a Thursday no, spot, dog. I'm joking, man. Mm-hmm. I, I got to do. Uh, I got to. I'll probably pop into your mic tonight, Ed, and then cool, I got you. I'm gonna. I've got a show at House of Blues tomorrow. Actually, I'm not plugging any other shows. I got shows the rest of the week to warm it up. I will be on Lawrence Holmes' show on the Score 670 Score Sports Radio, the number one sports radio station in the Midwest. Uh, so if you're a Chicago listener, you don't even have to be in Chicago. If you're anywhere within, they got like 10,000 watts, so they go pretty far. Oh, if you're shit. like in Milwaukee, you could probably hear shit. it. They might even go pretty deep into Michigan, Iowa too. And um, so I'll be on that plugging it. So big thanks to my man Herb Lawrence and Lawrence Holmes for uh, having me on this upcoming Thursday. And everyone who's booked me for their shows this past six weeks. I'll be at Stamp Stand Up on Thursday running the set too, doing hey, about hey, half an come hour. To that. Um, only that. No, come on. I, I, I would, if, if the recordings were sold out, I would say that. But no, come on, man. Come well, on Thursday, only that. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, so I just want to thank everybody for booking me because, uh, you know, you, you need to tighten this stuff up. And I, without you guys, this album is not going to be – and nearly as good as it will be and um it's gonna be so um for everyone listening thank you everyone who's on facebook live thanks for checking it out everyone who's watching on youtube and all the other kind of shit because i'm putting this thing on all the platforms uh this has been kill gallons pub cheers